0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the sickle CAI toll-free line. It is the Saturday edition of the program, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Again, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they are totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. So, as always, lots to talk about here. But what I wanted to start out with tonight was to ask you, what do you expect to have in regards to privacy? What sort of, in today's day and age, in the 21st century, what kind of expectations to privacy do you have today? That's my question. I'm going to get into the reason why I'm asking the question, but the the question's there for you, 800-259-9231. The reason why I ask is because, obviously, we live in this world now where information travels in a microsecond. And it's, I can have a a video up on YouTube literally within seconds of finishing the recording. So it's so easy to pass information around, it's almost unstoppable, right? If somebody decides to set information in motion, there's very little that can be done, especially once it's put out there into the realm of the internet. You put that information out, and somebody else can snatch it up, and they can put it out somewhere else, and you no longer have control over it. Right. Right. Uh, You know, just what's happening in uh, the music industry is
1: is a perfect example. I don't care how many laws you have in place uh, protecting the intellectual property
0: that is uh, music. It's all over. People are trading it for free. This I'm specifically and you're right about that. This I'm talking about personal privacy. So thinking about all of it, what what kind of expectations do you have? What happened was what uh, prompted this conversation? Is that there's uh, somebody who calls the show from time to time. His name's Dave Ridley. And Dave does YouTube videos here in New Hampshire. And Dave's an activist. He's a Free State Project member. He moved to New Hampshire a few years back as part of the Free State Project in order to be an activist for liberty here in New Hampshire. And one of the ways he's chosen to engage in activism is by creating his own YouTube channel, RidleyReport.com. And he films pretty much daily... At least a number of times per week, probably at least five times a week. He puts up videos on RidleyReport.com, which is his YouTube channel. He's got over a thousand, I think he's got a few thousand subscribers now. I haven't looked in a little while, but he's got a lot of people that will watch. And he puts up reports that are usually about New Hampshire liberty activists doing their thing, whether it's political or civil disobedience. He's, wherever he is, if there's something going on he feels he need, need to report on, he will. Sometimes he'll even do reports on national politics and issues, things like that. So it's, it's kind of all over the board. And what happened was he reported on a forum post today. Okay. Okay, so he turned somebody's forum post... Into a news report. And the forum post was about something we've been covering here on Free Talk Live over the past few weeks. The Brian Travis story where his, uh, his wife had a dozen horses stolen from her. And so what Dave was reporting on was a forum post. By the government. By, yeah, the government stole her horses. Thanks, you're right. <laughs> we mm-hmm. should point that out. Uh, the government stole a dozen of this woman's horses. And one of the other free staters, another individual who moved up here for liberty, posted something on a forum very critical. ...of the Travises and how they were taking care of their, or rather not taking care of their horses. So, it was basically her observations and her opinions from being an outsider, observer, watching what has been going on with the the Travises, having their horses taken from them, and being very critical. You know, essentially saying that these horses, she believed, were actually significantly underweight and that there was something wrong with it and and kind of taking the side of the of the state and what they and what they had done not necessarily, well, though. because Not certainly... necessarily.
1: I mean, one can, can say that the horses weren't being um, as well taken care of as one would like. But still, no. I don't think anyone can support the way the state went about confiscating Handling the horses. It, yeah. they, 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 you know, they didn't there was contact, no diplomacy. Right, they didn't contact the Travises about this, uh, you know, fear or whatever. They, they didn't send any pieces of paper, which they normally do. They, they've sealed the file. There's no public uh, inquiry to this. It's very weird. I don't
0: want to put words in her mouth. I, I don't have her forum post in front of me. but But that's what Dave's video was about. Was it, it was about her forum post as essentially being a dissenting individual in this case and saying, hey, maybe we should take a closer look at these horses. Maybe, it, it not, as, maybe not all is as it seemed. That's what she was saying. That's what Dave was reporting on. Mm-hmm. Well, then she goes and she posts, and her forum name is Friday over at NH3.com. So Friday posts a, a very upset uh, post essentially excoriating Dave Ridley who is basically a newsman. Dave Ridley does news video reporting here in New Hampshire. She basically excoriates him for, and I do have this post in front of me, she says that Dave didn't make the slightest effort to contact me, asking my permission to make me the star of that video. He used my real full name without my permission, despite the fact that I choose to use a pseudonym online. He also identified me as a former Libertarian Party official, while failing to mention I'm no longer associated with the LP in any way. Well, that's kind of what that means. And, uh, well, I guess you could, you could still be associated with the LP, but not be an official. All right. Anyway, she says that, uh, she says he'd approached me and asked me if I would do a Make the Move video for him in the past, and then he used the image of a video that she had consented to make with Dave in the past. He used a freeze frame of that same video to talk about her in this new video, which is a common occurrence in news broadcasts. Right. It's called Stop. B-roll. Yeah. yeah, it's called B-roll. And so she's complaining about all these things. She's saying she's disappointed. She's quitting the forum over it. So it's obviously very, very upsetting to her. And I feel like, well, I'd, I want to know, Mark, how do you feel about this? I mean, being presented with the information you've, you've just been presented with, do you well, feel let's... like Sandy's over uh, overreacting here or uh, Friday is overreacting, but... Well, let's assume that every,
1: uh, all the information that you've uh, given me is correct. I don't know anything about this, uh, this, this scenario. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I would, uh, you know, the only coaching that I would have for Dave on this one, the only place that I see that he might have overstepped any bounds is uh, to
0: reveal the pseudonym, the person behind the pseudonym. But she actually says, and I didn't read the full post here, she says in her post that she goes to no effort to hide her true identity, which is true. People who have been around long enough on this forum, people who read the posts, mm-hmm. will be able to tell what her real name is. Anybody that's been to the public events that the Free State Project puts on has met this individual, and that they probably that they, know who she would is. Know, that, that doesn't mean they would know that she was Friday. It doesn't matter. It does. But if you are around long enough, you will know these things. And she says she doesn't make any effort to hide it. So... What I think needs to That's be said here... the only thing I have to say. Right. What I think needs to be said, from the position of doing a talk show... So we're not newsmen. We're talk show hosts. Mm, commentators. But from the position of doing a talk show, we've read people's forum posts on the air in the past. If they're particularly interesting or worthy of, of reading on the, this radio show, we've read them. And never once... Have I even considered private messaging someone to say, hey, just wanted to, to ask your permission to read a, a, a forum post that you made on a public Internet forum? It is public.
1: so well, it's, The reading of the post isn't the issue. The, the, it's the revealing of the person's identity that's the
0: issue. Well, that's why I, I want to ask people, what kind, of, what kind of expectations do you have for privacy in today's world? Because if you don't want somebody to talk about you then you shouldn't tell anybody your real name, and you shouldn't go out in public. You certainly shouldn't engage in politics, as this lady has done. And I have nothing against her. I think she's a fine lady. I've met her. I I like her. I just feel like she's overreacting a little bit in this case. Because you have to earn privacy, you have to work toward it. Having privacy and having your privacy respected means that you just need to keep as much private as you possibly can
1: in today's world. The the place that you're coming from is as a nationally syndicated radio talk show host who has um you know the, your name is out there you're you're not doing the show under some kind of well i guess you are doing it under a pseudonym for your last name but um, nobody even knows your last name it's basically ian and mark on the air so uh, i mean you you pretty much are you out on the uh, the airwaves um whereas this person isn't used to that level of exposure i'm not saying that she's been harmed i'm just saying that if you know if one wants to not make waves uh, while one is making uh, news posts perhaps that's a bit of coaching for the future
2: I see
0: where you're coming from Mark, but I also could uh, to defend Dave Ridley here the news and I'm not and I'm not attacking him. If if news is about freshness and I believe that it is, yep. Then asking somebody's permission to use a public forum post or their name which is publicly known seems like a little bureauc- uh, you know bureaucratic hurdle that's completely unnecessary. I want to know how you feel. Is uh, Did Dave Ridley go overboard? What do you expect for privacy today? Would you be upset if somebody put a YouTube video up about you? It's Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Saturday edition of the program. You dial toll-free, bring up anything, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've been talking about privacy and public forums, and we've got one of our own. It's the Free Talk Live BBS, and there are over 450,000 uh, 450, publicly made posts. If you go to the Free Talk Live BBS you are cons- and post on it, you are consenting to having your post used in whatever way anybody decides to use your post if we want to read it on the air if somebody wants to copy it and put it on their blog if somebody wants to turn it into a news media report you've consented to that by putting it out publicly and that's what we're talking about here i want to know what your expectations to privacy are of course you can also call in about whatever you want 800-259-9231 that's the Cycle CAI toll free line uh, again free talk lives BBS bbs's bbs.freetalklive.com and
1: if you have uh unused uh, you know kids clothes or baby stuff you can go to 2small4me.com it's the numeral 2 and the numeral 4 4 TooSmallForMe.com, and you can clean out unwanted or unused kids' items in your home, save money by grabbing donated items, take advantage of the coupons and freebies that they have there. It's easy to use. My wife's put some stuff up there. It's tooSmallForMe.com.
0: So, we are living in a world today, a 21st century world where information travels quickly. In a and world if you put where something... information travels quickly. And if you put it online, it could be anyone's. It's true. You put something online, you le- if you give it to just one other person it is out of your hands at that point. Loose lips sink ships. And I mean we've been talking earlier this week about these uh, teens that are sending nude nude pictures online. If you send it to your boyfriend, there's a good chance he'll send it to someone else. So, same thing with the internet. Uh, anything that you put on, as soon as someone else sees it, they can grab it and they can copy it and they can put it somewhere else. Okay? So, it's not safe even if you've got what they call copyright on the images or whatever it is you're putting online. That's not going to keep it's not going to keep those things from happening. And certainly when you post on public places like forums, on comments, on newspaper articles, comments, on blogs, you publicly post ideas and your thoughts, especially if it's tied to you, if it's tied to your name, if people know who you are and they know what you've posted, can you really act surprised? Well, Can thinking. you act surprised if somebody decides to report on what it is you're doing online publicly. Now, um, I haven't read,
1: I'm not familiar with this particular situation, but I I do have, like, I don't know, I, I guess I stand in a certain area of righteousness, like I'm a little indignant about people that don't use their real names online, because if you're going to say something, it
0: seems to me you should be backing it up. Okay. You know, like, that's kind of how I feel. Yes, but if one is online, one has the... Uh... Ability to use a pseudonym yeah, and, and I a, can
1: understand why some people do it I just, you know, for me, it seems wrong for for me
0: If if you're online posting under a pseudonym And people don't know who you are Well, then you have some level of privacy Right And uh, off, often what uh, the anonymity gives people And I'm not
1: talking about this particular instance Because I don't know But what, often what anonymity gives people Courage is, Yeah, <laughs> courage You know, it's like standing be, uh, behind uh, steel
0: bars And taunting a bully but if people know who you are, d- should you be surprised if your words, whatever it is you're posting, whatever it is you're putting out there, are utilized in a way you weren't necessarily expecting? Should you be upset about it? So being surprised is one thing. Being upset about it, I guess, is really my question. What, are you, what do you expect for privacy today? What do you expect that you haven't earned, that you haven't worked toward? It's 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to Timothy in New York. Timothy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Timothy, New York, going once. Timothy in New York, going. Hello? Yes. You are on the air, sir. What's on your mind?
2: Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about, like, um, hip hop. What's going on in the hip hop community?
0: You did? Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, what's your goal? What's the deal with the Chris Brown and Rihanna
0: situation? So, Chris Brown and the Rihanna? Is this the woman who was beaten? Mm hmm. What's the deal? Is that your question? Mm-hmm. I'm not real in touch with uh,
1: you know pop culture, but I, I believe that uh, there was an altercation between Mr. Brown and Rihanna, and uh, that uh, she decided that she wanted to forgive him and that they're back together.
0: That's good. It's People a, should engage in forgiveness. Happy little story. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. Of course, if you keep getting beaten... Should you continue to stay with that person?
1: Seems like there's a line, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think mercy and forgiveness are very human qualities and uh, should be engaged in, um, you know, so I'm not so ready to say the shame on uh, shame. If you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But, you know, fool me five times. Yeah, shame on me. Um, so I, yeah, I'd like to be the guy in this world that did, uh, that I'd prefer to be the one that gets duped. By forgiving somebody, than the one that uh, doesn't have relationships by never being forgiving, because people are going to do bad things. Yeah, Um, I don't think that it's okay to hit people. I don't think it's okay, especially to hit girls. Um, you know, and but I also think that if you're going to learn that lesson in life, that probably you know in your
0: in your youth is when you're going to learn it. So. So uh, speaking of forgiveness I think that in the case of what we opened the show with the story about people uh, doing news reports on people's forum posts on the internet I think that uh, forgiveness could be could be utilized in uh, in that case as well I think that the individual who got very upset about her publicly made forum post should be forgiven for being upset about it. And I think that the gentleman who made the news report about it should be forgiven for doing it without asking uh, for, for for permission. Because I would assume that these adults would do that. I, I would hope so. but it's, But I still want to know... What do people expect today? Right. Because I think that you the internet is changing privacy.
1: There's no doubt about it. The information age is changing privacy. So therefore our expectations of privacy need to be different. Um and you know, you people need to be prepared be prepared for that.
0: Let's talk to Jimmy in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Jimmy, you're on Free Talk live. Hello. Hi. Jimmy, you're on the air.
4: Hi, I just want to talk about I know uh, I heard some news that uh about a blood drive at the Warren Central High School in Indianapolis. Okay, you know that that they had the blood drive and fifteen of the students were HIV positive.
1: Okay, how did, how, so, how would how wouldn't one know this information? Okay,
4: how one would know this is somebody that works at the um, company that does the urine tests. Uh huh. But with HEPA, you know, it's all a violation. Everybody wants to be hush hush anonymous. Sure. You know? I, th-
1: I think that that's a, in this this in this instance that's a good thing.
4: Okay, but I I kind of disagree okay. with whether that's a good thing or not because what about the other kids and the the other families that live in the school district and and their kids are going to school with these kids and they're going to the prom. And everybody knows what happens after the bomb. Well, well I, I, it's I, just I, going to be one big mess.
1: Don't you think that uh, people have a certain um, that people should have a certain expectation of uh, not getting the best service when they're taking welfare? Well, sure. Okay. Well, what is public school but middle class welfare? Right?
0: Wait, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm confused. I guess Jimmy as to the point of what you're getting at here. Are you saying the point that
4: point is that I would if if I had a teenager that was in that high school. I would be furious that this is that, that this is what's going on.
0: Wait, you'd be furious that there are people with HIV, or that the that the fact has been revealed, or the allegation, I guess, that people have HIV.
4: I guess it would be that it's. I guess when it gets into the the bigger communities like Carmel and Fishers, and you know where the rich people live. Then it becomes an epidemic and they'll take
0: care of it. I don't really understand. I want to bring you back because I really don't understand what you're getting at, but it's, I want to find out. So hang on. More with Jimmy here in moments. 800-259-9231. What is he upset about? I still have yet to figure that part out. It's Free Talk
5: Live. Government officials like to think they know better than the rest of us. They tell us what we can buy and when we can buy it. Everything from guns and booze to cold medicine and cigarettes. Now they've gone even farther. Cities across the country are now trying to tax and ban bottled water. That's right. Simple, no alcohol, no caffeine, no calorie, bottled water. They say it's wasteful and buying it is, quote, stupid. But who are they to decide? If politicians decide you shouldn't even be able to buy bottled water, what's next? Visit us at enjoybottledwater.org and sign the petition to keep the nanny state out of our water bottles
0: is Free Talk Live. You can dial in via the toll free number and bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you. So enjoy those, including the archives. Got an entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website. For your downloading convenience, totally free at freetalklive.com. The Institute for Humane Studies is offering 12 different seminars this summer in locations across the country. Participation is free. Plus, the IHS is going to cover your meals and your housing. Now, you do need to be of college age to attend these. Seminars are for those simply curious about libertarian philosophy to those passionate about liberty, even those who want career advice, networking opportunities, and lectures relevant to each career path. Head over to libertarianseminars.com and get registered today. Deadline to register is March 31st, so you better get on this, libertarianseminars.com. As we continue, uh, going back to Jimmy here, talking about privacy, my question is, what do you expect in this 21st century age of information, what kind of privacy do you expect today? Now, Jimmy, you'd called in, and are you still there, sir? Yes, yes. Okay, you'd called in to talk about a situation in regards to some government school where you live that there apparently was revealed that 15 out of the, the full class, uh, or one class of students, 15 out of 100 kids or something like that had HIV. And yeah. I, what I'm confused about is what your issue is. Are you saying that uh, it's bad that they revealed that 15 people have HIV when that information was supposed to be kept private? Or are you saying that it's an outrage that uh, this amount of people has HIV? What is it you're getting at?
4: Okay, uh, I guess my point would be is if you have this information, but it's not been made public, you know, then what do you do with this information? Do you just ignore this information or
0: Well wait, it, what you're saying is it was made public, is that right? No,
4: I'm saying it was not made public.
0: So how did you find out that there are 15 people allegedly with the with because HIV? The,
4: because I know somebody that works at a place that that uh, was involved with So attack. someone
0: who works there told you, "Hey, you know, this is uh, the info." And you're saying that, that that you're saying that should be made public.
4: I th- I I believe it should. Are you saying
0: I, that the each individual should be named, or just the fact that hey, fifteen out of a hundred have HIV?
4: I I think that that would be more acceptable.
0: Which is the, when you say that, we do know you mean that
4: the fifteen, or you know the percentage, what the percentage is? That way we can deal with this. That way our kids can know that.
0: How is that going to help you deal with anything? Knowing that information, how is that going to help you deal?
1: You can get, your, get your kid out of school. I mean, get your kid out of government <laughs> school. I, I personally am of the I opinion that you're going to get the right? worst education. Well, we're talking about welfare. HIV. Wait. No, we're not. We're talking about we're we're talking about these welfare schools they call public. Why are you That's bringing the welfare? It because this, into this because this information would have never gone gotten into play if it wasn't for the fact that we're talking about a public school.
4: But this, but Warren Central is one of the schools that a lot of the people send their kids to instead of the public
0: schools. I don't understand. Hold on a second. Both of you, I'm, I'm, I'm confused between the two of you here, and I want to make sure I can straighten this out. He's saying, uh, Jimmy on the phone is saying, put this information out there. Tell us not who the names are, but tell us that 15% of the kids at this school have HIV so we can do something. And then your Mark, saying, well, take them out of uh, public school as though they have a less a smaller chance of encountering someone with HIV in a private school or in their so- pri- their private life. What my question is, Jimmy, for you, not you, Mark, Uh but Jimmy, what will knowing that 15% of kids have HIV do for you?
4: It may play a part in whether or not my daughter uh, agrees to have sex with somebody.
0: Really? Are Are you telling me that your daughter would have just gone around and had sex with whoever she wanted to and just presumed that everybody was clean? Why would knowing that number do anything to change how cautious one was about engaging in sexual activity?
4: Because I think they they have no problem teaching uh, um in the school's uh sexual you know the sex education classes and stuff, and so they're going to prepare these kids but you know, for for sex and they want to put condoms in the bathrooms and, and and do these types of things then i think if 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 sex is going to be a part of the um, syllabus, then they need to put out the information of of what's going on in the sexual community of that school.
0: Look, I don't care if they do testing and 0% have HIV. There's still a chance that whoever it is your daughter encounters could have, A, picked Uh up HIV since the tests were done, B could have had hiv and they didn't get tested or they don't go to that school or whatever what i'm trying to tell That's you here true. is that knowing that information shouldn't change anybody's behavior you should already be cautious and one of the right. things that they're teaching is that people have hiv so be careful kids now look this is where the, the welfare discussion i think should come in in that uh-huh. i don't think that your kids should be going to i don't think there should be government-run schools i think that you as a parent should be able to choose what kind of schools your kids go to you should keep the money that you earn and decide for yourself where to send your kids to school that way that you can have you can have them taught whatever kind of sexual curriculum you want them to be taught or none at all whatever it is that you're looking for as a parent but what they are teaching is that people have sexually transmitted diseases including things like HIV and that uh, that kids should be careful about those sorts of things is is that a, a bad thing to be telling kids
4: no is it a so do you think that we should just with this information just Not do
0: anything with it? I don't know what you can do with it. There's nothing you... There's nothing that... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at here. You have a piece of information that is valueless. It's a piece of trivia. Uh, It doesn't matter if it's 15%, 20%, 5%, or 2% of people that have HIV. You should still be cautious. I thank you, Jimmy, for the call tonight. You should still be cautious and very careful with sexual activity. Sex can be a lot of fun, no doubt about it. But it can also be dangerous. So you need to treat it that way. Sort of like shooting. You know, shooting things can be fun. Guns. Guns. Handguns. Shooting a crossbow, I'm sure, would be fun too. Shooting things at targets is fun. But the things you're using to shoot, guns and crossbows and that sort of thing, can be very dangerous. So learn about them and learn how to use them. Same thing with sex. Learn about sex and learn how to be cautious about it. Learn how to be careful. Go and get your own testing done before you have a sex with another partner, if you want to be the ultimate and safe. But, I don't think very many people are doing that. But have, I understand that. But so just saying, well, 15% of the kids in this school have HIV is not going to do anything to change anything. It's not the, going to make kids less horny, I'll tell you that. The best advice is only have sex with blood donors. 1-800-259-9231. You know, that's not a, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, afraid so. So I've uh, given blood every day uh or not every
6: day.
1: I've, I've, every year I I'm more than a gallon donor.
0: Let's continue and talk to Rod listening to WFLA in Florida. Rod, you're on Free Talk Live.
1: Hi guys, how's it
7: going?
0: Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight?
7: Listen, it took me I will bet you 4 plus years to I uh, to get my phone number out of the phone book. Really? I got it out of the phone book and ironically last night I went online and I checked out some stuff. And they got a history on me with six different addresses where, where I live. <laughs> they actually have yep. a phone number there. They have a place on there where I can pay $40, and it'll be off of the Internet for two and a half years, and I guess you have to pay somebody that again. That sounds like
0: a scam. I don't see how anybody could could guarantee you that they could wipe your name and information no, off of the Internet.
7: That. I understand that right. because... All of that information that was there was the same information that was there prior to me having my phone number taken off.
8: Yep, it's once it's, out, it's out there, man. 50, <laughs> see, 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 see. Here, here, here's the issue.
0: Okay, what is it?
7: If, if, if you go to the DMV and you get your, you get your driver's license that's public information
0: well yeah unless you tell them otherwise that's right the uh, the dmv in florida specifically will sell your info and as soon as you get a driver's license you start getting advertisements in uh, in your mailbox but you
7: don't put your phone number on a phone
0: well, hopefully you don't and that's just but it then, and
7: then and then again if you buy a buy a buy a buy a home you don't you don't you didn't you didn't have your phone yet so how did you even get your phone number
0: they have their Compiling ways. information, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. If you give anything out to anybody and you don't know what their privacy policy is and who does these days, just presume if you give your information out to somebody, it'll be used. Free Talk Live
2: is Free
0: Talk Live. It is your show. You dial in toll free and bring up what do you, well, whatever you want. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. All the features we give away. Now, if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We take that money in and reinvest it into the show, and get more, uh, more radio stations on board with the program, bring more Internet listeners to Free Talk Live, and thereby expose new people to the ideas of freedom. If that's valuable to you and you want perks like the Amp-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more, go and get all the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. You can use any major credit card, PayPal, and some alternative options. It's all there at amp.freetalklive.com. And SACL CAI
1: is, has a full orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL is the main sponsor of Free Talk Live and uh, you know they're they're huge advocates for liberty over there. Jason Osborne, the the president, uh helps the show in, in so many ways. SACL CAI you can help them by going to their banner at freetalklive.com, clicking on it. And if you've got a business, use them to do your accounts receivable. SACL CAI.
0: You call about what you want. We talked to Steve in South Carolina, listening to WSCFM. Hello, Steve. Steve, you are on the air. Steve, going once. Didn't fall asleep, did you? Steve, going twice. All right, we are going to try instead. Uh, let's go to John, listening to WFTL in Florida. John, you are on Free Talk Live.
9: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Just super, John. What's on your mind tonight?
9: Um, I've been having a recurring dream that I need you guys to help me with. We'll do our best. Okay. I'm five years old, and I'm living in my old apartment with my family and whatever. Okay. And for some reason, I'm a superhero. And, like... There's no real reason that I should believe I'm a superhero. It's just I'm a superhero. Like, hmm. it's one of those things you know. Are you Why, wearing
1: a cape? Why wouldn't
0: one believe that?
9: No, but I have Batman's utility belt.
0: I
1: have a <laughs>
9: Batman's utility belt, which okay. makes it kind of known that I'm a superhero.
0: Got it. Five year old Batman fir- utility belt dreaming. Got it.
9: My friend is with me, okay? And mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out who my supervillain is for, like, the longest time. And my friend's with me, and he asks me to reach over and get a book off the shelf. Then he hits me over the head and knocks me out. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I wake up, and turns out my sister is the ringleader of the whole thing. And she's got me tied up, suspended over a vat of deadly fruit. Now, when I say (laughs) deadly fruit, I mean... The f- fruit is like alive, like
0: right with teeth.
9: Have mouth, yeah. For some reason, it's like out of a little twisted Super Nintendo game.
0: Yes, and they want to chomp off your five-year-old parts.
9: Basically, Yeah. Got it. And she's of course got my utility belt because Lord knows that's what happened to Adam West and Burt Board every week. <laughs> and then I wake up, and this happens about four times a week. Wow! So fellas. Am I losing my mind, or am I a superhero and my sister's a supervillain? Help me out.
0: You're losing your mind. I love this call. This is great. Now, now is it is it always the same every single time, <laughs> or does, the, does the, the threat change? Is it always the same vat of uh, angry fruit?
9: Now, here's the thing. There are two versions of this. One is the one that I just told you about. The second one, I'm the age that I am now, which will remain nameless. Okay.
0: Are you and in your 20s? Okay.
9: That I, much I can tell you. And I'm in my room bedroom that I have now, and my other friend is with me, and then he asks me to reach for something and then he hits me over the head. Oh. And then Man. I'm suspended all over the vat of Deadly Fruit and my sister's the ringleader. So what is going on?
0: Oh, you're looking for an analysis of this dream. You want to know what it what it actually means?
9: Yes, and you guys
0: are the best people I know for this. Why? <laughs> I'm sure I there are people know. you could pay who could, like, give you a good story. Right, somebody, to- will t-
1: somebody will tell you a story, <laughs> and whatever information you get out of that story is as useful as what we'll tell you.
0: Well, well, before we go on, what was your relationship like, or what is it like? What was it like when you were a kid, and what is it like today with your sister, since she seems to be the, the primary villain. element here?
9: Okay. Well, when I was younger, I had really bad asthma, and my sister... Used to think it was funny to bring her friends over or have my friends come in, and when I'm not looking, scared the producers out of me to the point where I start hyperventilating. Oh, my. Um, and
0: she may be recently, a little bit evil, your sister.
9: <laughs> just recently, in the past about three years, um, we've been getting along much better. Okay. But the hurt. Per- The interesting thing is, is that the friend who's in the five-year-old version of the dream, I haven't seen since I was about five. The friend who is the one who's taken me out for her in the older dream, I'm not getting along with
10: right now.
0: I'm going to go with it it means nothing, and you had an interesting relationship with your sister, and she's pervading your dreams uh, because you you had some traumatic experiences. That's what I'm going with. Mark, your thoughts? I, I, I really don't have any analysis that's different. I say it's a dream. Have fun with it. Uh, see if you can maybe uh, – have you ever become lucid in any of these, or is it just something you re- recall after you wake up?
9: Um, I I know I'm dreaming, but I can't really influence everything. Like, I know I'm going to turn around. I know I'm going to get hit on the head. And then I'm like, oh, I'm above the deadly fruit. Yay.
0: Now, and do you I normally wake up. wake up after you are strung up above the angry fruit? Do you ever end up dropping into the the angry vat?
9: No, they. It's. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever seen the old '60s show, Batman show? Yes. It's like one of those things for like, we're going to leave him alone and. Tune in next he week. Won't thing.
8: Yeah, <laughs> and then wake up.
0: Wow. I don't know,
1: man. I had a dream uh, the <laughs> night the night before last that I was drowning a rat. I don't think
0: it means anything either. When did these dreams <laughs> start? About a year ago. About a year ago, and you're saying you're having it four times per week? Yeah. I, I'm not a dream expert. Uh, there, there may be a radio show out there called The Dream Doctor. I don't know if he's still out there. There um, is no significance <laughs> to your
1: dreams. You, you are not important in the universe. What? You, you, you are not? not. What do you mean by that? You, you are a, a bit of a bit of protoplasm moving around on the surface of of, of,
0: of a mid sized planet
1: in, in front of a small, Im- a relatively small star. I think you
0: are mo- insignificant. I think you're more important than you realize. And I don't know if I don't know if that means your dreams mean anything. No, I don't they think don't. I do. I think it's just something you should have fun with. And And I think it's do your best to try to control it. I don't know how you can do it, but, man, that's it's frustrating. I think I guess the most frustrating part about it. And thank you for the call. I guess the most frustrating part is that you're getting the same dream over and over again. I can see how that would be frustrating. Like, I would want to do my best to change that so I could move on. Like, let's move this plot along. What's what's going to happen next? And what are some of the ways that someone can influence their dreams? I've I've heard people suggest that if you are thinking of certain things uh, before you go to bed, that may help influence your dreams. Certainly, we uh, it's my understanding that your the day's events, the things that you experience during the day, can many times factor into your dreams at night. But perhaps if you make a, a concerted effort to uh, to focus on what you would like to dream about, I don't know how well it's going to work, but if it gets it to play out one time through maybe you can play through the scenario well, and if be over. if you're
1: having the same problem over and over again it would seem like you could then apply things like be, being able to direct your dreams and that sort of thing so i i think it's great advice um i know that it can be done i've managed to do it on a few limited
0: instances mm-hmm. at that point you may break the cycle i mean at least it's not nightmarish it didn't sound like the most horrific dream although Certainly, the knowing, as he was saying, knowing the inevitable your friend is going to clock you over the head as you're reaching for the book, that can be kind of a, a, like a dread feeling, I could imagine, like that, that feeling of, oh boy, I know what's coming. There's that feeling, and then you get clocked over the head, but eh, certainly doesn't seem to be the worst dream one could have in a recurring sequence. 800-259-9231. But what the hell do we know? We're just talk show hosts. Maybe you know a thing or two about dreams, or at least you uh, fancy yourself as a dream expert, and you'd like to take your take, or a share your take, rather, on John's dream. You're certainly welcome to at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Curtis in Florida, listening to WFLA. Curtis, you're on Free Talk Live. Curtis dropped. Curtis is gone. Okay, let's try uh, Jim in New Hampshire. Jim, listening to WGIR, are you there, sir? Jim New Hampshire going once Jim and New Hampshire going twice. Okay, well, we'll just put Jim back on hold. Maybe he'll show up. Uh, so, more to talk about here coming up. Uh, we do have news stories. Of course, the show is about your phone call. So, if you dial in, we go to you. You talk about whatever you want. Maybe you've got some ideas for John, uh, for, uh, for Jim, John, Jim. We've had all kinds of Johns, actually. Maybe you've got an idea for John as far as what his dream is all about. Or maybe you want to go back to the first topic that we brought up at the beginning of the hour. Because nobody's really answered it yet. My question is, what do you expect As far as privacy is concerned, in this day and age where somebody can take your photo, put it up on a blog, and then who knows how many people could see that and copy it and paste it. Somebody might take a blog post of yours and turn it into a news story. We could take a blog post of yours and read it on the radio. We could read your website name, your name, your home address. I mean, all kinds of information can get out there today. I'm not saying we would do that. But we have taken people's Internet posts and read them before. Is there something wrong with that? What do you think? What do you expect? Hour 2 is coming up.
11: You ever have one of those days where everything goes right?
0: This is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. It's been an interesting night tonight uh, so far, Mark. I mean, this is a show that started back on the FM band in Sarasota, Florida, back in 2002, and when you're just on the FM band on what was a kind of... Of like a man talk radio station, the the calls on a show like this are a little different than what they are like today when we've got over forty news talk radio stations on board with uh, with Free Talk Live. So it's very unusual to get calls about recurring dreams, or as one guy was calling in tonight, uh, calling in about a girlfriend thinking he's gay. We unfortunately uh, he dropped off before we could get to him, but some interesting topics tonight that are a little outside the box for your traditional talk radio stations out there. Sounds like some men dealing with some nasty women i'm having fun with it anyway 800-259-9231 uh you can dial in and bring up what you want we go to your phone calls and we'll start with mark listening to wfla in florida mark you're on free talk live you know yeah. Hello. Hey there you're on the air
13: yeah i heard you talking about privacy and yes. notoriety and you know privacy and notoriety are two different things uh, especially when you mix it up with apples and oranges like television or radio versus the Internet. The Internet, you're a needle in a haystack, and people have to know how to find you. It's not like, you know, someone's exposed my privacy. He put me on the Internet. Oh, because, okay. you know, billions of, literally billions of people are on the Internet. How are you going to weed through them all?
1: Yeah, there's, there's, there's more web pages than there are human beings. <laughs>
13: exactly. Well, I wouldn't say that.
0: Oh, there but, is. Do you have any expectation to privacy
13: well it would depend like uh, if you're an employer and you do something wrong to an employee and the uh, offended party is fair and square and truthful that employee should have the right to expose that employer on the web for example a a, a good case for this uh, you can find on the Footnotes and New Developments page of LennonMurderTruth.com uh,
6: <laughs>
13: Interesting reading. Nice.
0: Thank you, Steve Lightfoot. Appreciate that. <laughs> I love how he weaves that stuff in. He is the best. Every week. It's He's like he has appointment best. sets for us. Almost. Oh, It's not almost every week now. 800-259-9231. I never recognize his voice either. No. Like, we've talked to him a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Anyway, we continue here. Steve is on the line uh, listening to WSC-FM. Steve in South Carolina, you're on Free Talk Live.
14: Ian and Mark. Hey, Steve. What's
0: hey. you. on your mind?
14: Uh, I would like to uh, give kudos to Keith Malinak, uh, WSC, 94.3 FM. In Charleston, South Carolina, for airing you guys on Saturday night.
0: Keith Malinek is easily one of the most visionary program directors in the United States right now.
14: (laughs) Because he's one of them carrying us.
0: Yes. (laughs) On a 25,000-watt FM talk station, which is a pretty big deal.
14: Yeah. Uh, Keith's a good guy. I talk to him a lot every week, and he's a good man. Yes, sir. Um, Getting back to your point, I mean, the the woman who was offended, basically, I'm looking at it as an op-ed piece.
0: Hold on. on. Before you comment, we need to bring our listeners up to speed that might just be tuning in. The topic last hour was about a uh, lady who was offended because a news report was put on YouTube about a forum post she made on the Internet, a public forum post she made, and her personality is publicly known. She goes by a pseudonym on the forum, but people know who she is, and she even admits that she doesn't go through any effort to hide that information.
1: Right. Well. So, but, it, if, you know, if somebody were just to come across it, and that's how it would be if, if the news reporter, if somebody just saw the news report, mm-hmm. if they were just to come across that information, then, you know, she would prefer to have that veil of uh, privacy, and that's where the violation she feels occurred.
0: Right. She feels violated by this, but I say she shouldn't i say she shouldn't be uh offended by this at all because this is the the world we live in where literally a blog post or forum post can become a news story and i don't think the news reporter has any obligation to contact the writer of the original post if he or she is going to use it in their news report because you made it public by posting it to the internet so with that in mind what are your thoughts
14: well the thing is i mean to me it's an op-ed piece because she gave a real name and like mark said earlier If if you're going to uh, lend credibility to what you say, then you give your real name. To be anonymous, I mean, you're a little skeptical because it's like, well, I mean, you didn't even give your name. And I agree with Mark on that point.
0: Thank you, sir. Any other thoughts on your mind tonight?
14: Well, yeah. uh, The 14-year-old.
0: The 14-year-old who uh, was uh, charged with child porn for taking photos of herself? Right. What about it? my
14: point is... Uh, Her boyfriend, who she sent the 16 picture to, uh, is exploiting. So he should be. Find and arrested. No. Just what we need. No. Just
1: what we need. Another teenage boy in uh, prison for having <laughs> sex with a, a girl for, you know, or doing something sexual with a girl his same
0: age. Yeah, look, <laughs> I mean, is she being exploited? To suggest she's being exploited suggests that she does not have the ability to, uh, to make a decision in this case. And in this case you're talking about, it wasn't just one picture, it was 30 pictures. But not that that really matters very and much. She, he wasn't in any of them, so she took them by herself. She took those pictures to please him. It was her choice to do that i don't see how that's in any way his fault and i certainly don't see how either of them should be brought up in in anything regarding criminal charges for this situation
14: you have to understand that he sent it to 300 well it got to at least 300 other people in the area
1: yeah so it's only a crime once you send it on to your friends because i had a friend in high school who who had some pictures of his girlfriend um actually it was the, the two of them um and he after they broke up showed them to me. <laughs> of course so like if they're going out and it's a breach of trust in that respect i mean when's the line drawn
14: well i thought it'd be personal between the, the girl and her boyfriend
0: it should be. It it should be personal. It should be personal. And Sounds it was like tacky. He He's he right. very, very tacky what this guy did. Right. This guy <laughs> is a tacky dude. But then again, he is a high school kid, right? So is anybody really shocked? Anybody who's been a guy in high school really shocked by what this guy did? No. Uh, so,
14: so, I mean, you guys don't agree that it is an exploitation? Absolutely
0: girl? not. Well, I, I
1: really, you know, what's exploitation? It gets tossed around so often. Um, did did something happen that she didn't want to have happen? Yes. If yeah, you don't, if you don't, don't want pictures of yourself floating around out there naked, don't, don't take pictures them. of yourself naked, and don't send them to anybody. Tell you your do. daughters, everybody out there, that if you take a picture of yourself naked, somebody's liable to see it.
14: Mark, there was a yes, certain sir. amount of trust here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. So Pretty she should hard. break up with him.
14: <laughs> well, oh, well, job. Well, well, hell. Yeah, I mean, you're a little a dollar late, but the whole thing is, it's like you know, it was a certain amount of trust and confidentiality involved, and. Well, you know, he just totally blew it. So yeah, breaking up with him. I mean, you're and dollar short on now, that. Now
0: we one. don't know if she explicitly said, "Hey, don't share this with anybody." We don't really know what the well, their I, agreement was. It's Likely,
1: and let's just take that as a given, okay? Let's, okay, uh, let's take it as a uh, given, even though we know, don't know. The, the thing is here that at that point you'd have to have. A, you're talking about a breach of contract that you need to have a jury um, situation and and a civil suit. I'm not. We're not talking uh, about. We're not talking uh, about sexual anything. Let's talk uh, about. Wait, wait, wait. We're, we're talking. Let's talk about a breach of contract. Which let's say that there was a verbal contract where she said, yeah, oh, "Don't show yeah. this to anybody." Exactly. And and if in that case, we need to find the value of a naked teenage girl, which is, I can tell you, a few hundred dollars tops.
0: Your thoughts, Steve? What, what, what? are you talking?
1: About?
14: What are you talking about? You can see He's naked teenage girls
1: on the internet. Um, and, you know, if you if you want to see them, and you can see them for uh, you know, twenty nine ninety nine. A month.
14: Well, I mean, that's legal, right? Right okay
1: not 14 year old well she was 14 he was 14 he was 16 what, or whatever, whatever whatever yeah. it's you know they're they're comparable ages right. so you know i mean be, the fact that the government has made uh seeing a 14 year old illi- um, naked illegal unless you're in a uh, nudist camp or something like that in which case the entry to the nudist camp for the day is 15 dollars. at which point you could see a naked ah. uh, a naked 14 year old there uh, you know you're there's you
0: not just a lot of value to naked flesh. You can see it, but you just can't take pictures. It's just such a crazy situation.
14: Okay, yeah. Mark, you've made a very, very good point. Yeah,
0: I do that. I'm a super genius. And Steve, you've made some good ones too. It was good talking to you. Thank you for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I look, I understand. I think that if there was an agreement between the two of them, he certainly violated it and if there's restitution that needs to be paid for it, then let that be determined. But he doesn't need to go to jail. She doesn't need to go to jail. Neither of them need a sex offender record for the rest of their Absolutely lives. Absolutely not. We can let them handle it on their own. And it's none of our business. Unless we got the picture, in which case, well, it's kind of funny business. We're coming up, Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can dial toll free and bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. It's the Saturday edition of the program, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Features on the site are free, so enjoy those, including live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial up version, and a webcam all completely free for you. Head over to listen.freetalklive.com if you'd like to experience those for free. That's listen.freetalklive.com.
1: And the world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is April the 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Knob Creek Gun range it's fun for the whole family with machine guns and flamethrowers for rent <laughs> helicopter rides and 800 tables showca- showcasing handguns rifles shotguns and more oh, i can
0: attest that you are laughing out of giddiness and excitement you're not yeah, laughing at the yeah, knob creek i, gun I range. think it's kind of funny the whole
1: uh, whole fa- fun for the whole family and machine guns but you know the fact is kids especially boys like things that go boom and your little boy will enjoy making a That's machine gun boom that is quality time right yep there. Um, it opens at 9 a.m. It's $10, $10 per person. K-N-O-B Creek Range dot com. That's Knob Creek
0: Range dot com. As we continue with your phone calls, let's talk to Mike listening to WFTL in Florida. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. What's on your mind?
15: Great. Right. Um... First of all, I heard something on the radio the other day where a lady had called in and indicated that, uh, let's say, our government has now imposed a tax upon the first $200, which normally has not been taxed uh, by, uh, let's say, when you receive your paycheck, and that uh, now that uh, it starts from zero, so there's $7 tax added to each the first $200.
1: Well, the government owns your labor anyway, so why shouldn't it be able to uh, tax the first $200 of your labor? Yeah, they'll take whatever they want.
15: I don't know exactly, except that from what I understood from, uh, let's say, our government, that uh, they were not going to impose excess taxes on the poor, but uh, more on the rich. The, the uh, The
1: government lies.
15: Yes, that's right. The other thing is, let's say, for example, to create jobs, why haven't they, other than thinking about world policy and economics, and that if we share more of our money throughout the world, that the possibility of uh, conflict is reduced. But uh, if they were to impose, let's say, if you take your non-essential items, whether it's a teddy bear or a blender or a coffee maker or whatever it may be, and uh, let's say you impose the equivalent of a tax import tax beyond what we're already doing on the item uh, that would equal the amount if it were manufactured here in the United States. Now, with the product that's being imported at the present time, that money would go into a general fund. The government would add more to it. In other words, let's say possibly as a loan to establish businesses, either yes, with I, existing I see where you're
0: or- coming from, and I want to address already what it is that you've said here. Um, okay. Okay. You're talking about creating jobs, and you're suggesting, from what I understood of you and what you just said, you suggested that in order to create jobs, the government should basically tax imports to the point where they will end up costing the exact same amount as anything that would be the similar product made in America would cost on the store shelf. Did I understand you correctly? Yes, sir. And how is it you believe... Now, just I I don't mean to jump down your throat on this, but how is it you believe that restricting freedom, putting more restrictions on what people can do with their money, is going to do anything to create jobs?
15: Well, let me explain. In other words, let's say I've uh, lived in many countries and uh, have uh, conducted negotiations uh, around the world, but there are many hands in the pie between, let's say, for example, a far eastern country and the United States. Now, naturally, they would not like to see anything like this happen because it affects their welfare. But if it affects
0: may- my welfare too, I'd like to say that it affects my welfare and my ability to be able to buy products at a reasonable price at the on the store shelves. You would you would be making it so that you talked about poor people earlier. You'd be making it so poor people would be even poorer because they wouldn't be yeah. able to afford all of these American-made products, which would cost a hell of a lot more in many cases than their overseas counterparts. So you're you're literally talking about taking money out of poor people's wallets and i don't see how you think that's going to help create jobs in any way it's going to take more money out of people's hands uh, and yep. they won't be able to start their own businesses for sure and certainly can't create jobs if they can't start their own businesses because they can't even afford you know a, 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 they can't even afford a telephone not to okay. mention the poor
1: people around the world that have the jobs manufacturing those things that people buy more cheaply because they're imported
15: let me explain. In other words, let's say with that, the money that would be received it goes into this general fund for anybody to establish a factory here to produce those man- the items here, manufacturing jobs, producing jobs. All right? Now, uh, it may be – it would be available to anybody and everybody here as well as to the pr- people who are manufacturing it overseas. Can you point out market.
1: any program that the governments run um, near, anywhere near as well as the uh, free market?
15: I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand that. Can
1: you point out any program, the market? Any, it's just not free, uh, right? In, any market, uh, any any program out there that the government has run, as well as the, the what what we call the free market here in the United States, that uh, you know up till now has done it, anything.
15: I'm I'm a little confused by the all the government
1: of that. can't do anything right. Would you agree with that?
15: Mm, I'm not saying that they can or can't.
1: Well, uh, I, do you have an opinion?
15: I would rather not, uh, let's say, comment whether they do or do not. Well, uh, I'm of the cowardly. opinion the
1: government can't do frankly, anything properly.
15: And Quite frankly, I'm just offering a suggestion that will create more jobs here, and that's what we want to do is bring no, our jobs. No, your job. suggestion
0: all... will impoverish the country.
15: No, it won't. Not at all. If you take an item, let's say, for example, if you figure all the hands in the pie between the time it is manufactured and arrives here with the duty and the shipping and everything else, you might add 30% to it. That's it. Okay, And if you take a $10 item, that means it's $13. Now, is that going to make us poor?
1: It's, it's going to affect, it's 30%. Yeah, I mean, that, that's 30% yeah. less food that I can put in my kid's mouth. 30% well, less than anybody
0: can buy. Right. And that's significant, I mean, even if, if your numbers ask, are right. Walk
1: around on the street, ask anybody if they can
0: uh, take a 30% pay cut right now. How about this question? Let's say, let's say your vision for uh, you know, this world or this, this country with incredibly high import taxes, which, by the way, I think should be abolished completely, and export taxes should all be abolished. Let's say that in this world where you have this total government control over what comes in, let's say I'm a smuggler. And I'm going to smuggle in a whole shipload, a whole pallet full of cell phones, widgets that are cell phones. It's a good product, right? Good product that's made over in Japan or China or wherever. I'm going to bring those cell phones into this country, and I'm going to start selling them to whoever it is that wants to save fifty percent on a cell phone. Because man, I can just bring some stuff in cheap. Uh, What are you going to do to me?
15: It happens today, every day.
0: What are you going to do to me?
15: Well, I'm not going to do anything. Let's
0: say you're in charge. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're in charge of the government. What would you do to me?
15: Okay, you police it to the best of your ability. What what does that
0: mean, to police it? Okay, you catch him. What are you going to do?
15: They police importation, of course, continuously at the borders.
0: Let's say I've made it past the borders, and they catch me inside the country with a pallet full of cell phones that I didn't pay those import taxes on. What are you going to do to me?
15: I guess it would be the same as a drug runner, wouldn't it?
0: So you talk about ten years? Is that really what you want to do to people? (laughs) Ten years in prison for selling cell phones? I'm sorry, dude. I don't want to live in that country. That's sick.
15: Don't you if see you, how sick if, that is? If, if you import products illegally, then, of course, naturally, a year is subject to a government, uh, let's say... So uh, throw
1: me
0: in a prison
15: cell. So maybe years. we
1: have too many laws in this 15 country. Fifteen
0: years. How many years should I get for it?
1: Maybe we should solve our problems without throwing people in jail.
0: No, Mark. We need more taxes. That'll solve everything. More yep. taxes will create jobs. Government's what? the only
1: organization that can throw somebody in jail lot for of violating people. its rules.
0: Thank you. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. And, and how many years would be appropriate for smuggling some cell phones into the country? Fifteen? Because, hey, those cell phones could go to terrorists, you know. That should be 50 yep. years. Buy a cell phone, Your are Free Talk terrorists. Live.
5: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free can bring up whatever you want. The Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. The number brought to you by our friends at SACL, C-A-I, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Now, if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live you may do so uh, by shopping with us at Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping at Amazon.freetalklive.com. The bureaucrats are undermining your right to bear arms. Now they're taxing bottled
1: water. That's right, water. Log on to enjoybottledwater.org and tell them enough is enough. Sign the petition fighting taxes and regulations on bottled water. After all, if they can tax water, what can they tax next? And what you need to ask yourself is, if the, one of these taxes comes to your state or your community and they start pushing it down your throat, is what did I do about it beforehand? Because this is happening in other people's communities in other states, and you need to stand up now. Otherwise, bottled water is going to be taxed all over the United States, and this is how it's done. Community by community, drop by drop. Enjoy
0: 800-259-9231, we continue with your phone calls. By the way, I want to apologize to everybody that was holding on. The network just had a technical malfunction, one of those things where the phones just blew up, and every <laughs> every single caller... Too many people calling! <laughs> apparently, every single caller uh, just dropped off the lines. But luckily, uh, we have calls on our lines here, over here, the AMP line. So, please call back. Uh, Yeah, please call back. If you were on hold, uh, definitely call back at 800-259-9231, and we will get to your calls. So apologies to you. All right, we continue with Chris in Texas. On the Ampline. Hello, Chris.
16: Hey, Ian. As I was telling you earlier, I I ran across an interesting story today, and it's of uh, interest to just about anybody that's into the uh, liberty movement, uh, because it was basically about the fact that Portugal decriminalized all drugs back in 2001. Uh, There was an article in Salon on uh, March 14th by Glenn Greenwald, and from what I understand, he's going to be presenting... Some results at the Cato Institute on the 3rd. But uh, basically there were some detractors that were, you know, predicting doom and gloom for this uh, decriminalization. And, in fact, it was a rousing success uh, by all accounts that they say. Uh, So, you know, I just wanted to mention that I had never actually heard that Portugal was one of these countries that, you know, you always hear the stories about Amsterdam. And I guess that's in Holland.
0: All drugs are decriminalized?
16: Even cocaine and heroin, according yeah. to the story.
0: And what was the source? I bet Lisbon's a rockin' town. What was the source on this again?
16: Uh, Salon Magazine. but Salon. There's a uh, talk at the Cato Institute on the 3rd, which I guess is next Friday, wow. maybe, uh, by Glenn Greenwald is the person. But it was in Salon Magazine, you know, Salon.com, on uh, March 14th. I found it, like, extremely interesting because I was totally unaware of this.
0: Yeah, I would like to I, – I see a Salon story about that, 2009, yep, uh, from last week. I'll take a closer look at it, and thank you for the heads up. Any other thoughts
16: for us? No, just like I said, this is one of those first cases I've seen where there's actually empirical data that backs a libertarian argument.
0: Fantastic. Thank you for the heads up yeah. on that. 800-259-9231. I do have the story here from Glenn Greenwald at Salon.com. Where, according to him, in 2001, uh, Portugal became the only EU member state to decriminalize drugs, a distinction which continues through to the present. Last year, working with the Cato Institute, I went to that country in order to research the effects of the decriminalization law, which applies to all substances, including heroin and cocaine. Because when we talk about decriminalization or legalization on this show, inevitably somebody will call in to say, "Well, I I agree with you on marijuana, but cocaine we should not uh, we should not decriminalize that." I was but, in that
1: position at one point in my life too. I mean, not too long ago, honestly. If you look at the, you know, just a few
0: years. And as we would point out. And as you learned, uh, all you have to do is look at the facts. Prohibition is prohibition any way you slice it, whether it's prohibition of alcohol, prohibition of guns, prohibition of drugs, prohibition of prostitution. So if you decriminalize marijuana, great. That's going to help the 800,000 people who were arrested last year and uh, probably are being arrested right now as we speak uh, for marijuana possession. It's going to help. But it doesn't help end the violence associated with the war on drugs. It doesn't help uh, end the robberies. It doesn't help end the uh, the fear that uh, that hard drug addicts have of going and getting help for themselves. So there's so many reasons why... Drugs should be decriminalized. There's a safety factor. The drugs should be safer. But let's see what Glenn has to say here as far as their actual experience in Portugal. So this, is, again, happened back in 2001 when drugs were decriminalized there. He said he had the chance to interview drug policy officials in that country, evaluating the policy strictly from an imperial perspective. Decriminalization has been an unquestionable success, leading to improvements in virtually every relevant category and enabling Portugal to manage drug-related problems and drug usage rates far better than most Western nations that continue to treat drug, uh, adult, adult drug consumption as a criminal offense. So we're not going to go through this whole story because they have yet to actually publish a lot of this information. It looks like something's coming up on April 3rd. So this information is going to come out, I think it's going to hit in a big way. It sounds pretty exciting to me, because it's just nonsense. The idea that society would crumble where drugs decriminalized is absolute nonsense, and it's, it's based on reality. What happened in the past is that before the war on drugs... Drugs were completely right. legal.
1: You could buy laudanum in the in the
0: drugstore. You could you could
1: walk in as a ten year old and buy laudanum for your mom at the drugstore. Right. But um the unfortunate part is that people uh believe whatever they want to believe. Um they don't look at sure. facts. They uh they, they muddle through life, uh well, why challenges, uh you know, sheep at the uh you know, being herded by their betters. Well if and you... they're not gonna look at these facts and they're not gonna they're not
0: they don't care about facts. Facts schmacks. Well, but they are facts, and it's great that the look coming them. out. Some people are going to look. Some people are going to hear this. They're going to change their minds. They're going to take a, a real close look at the war on drugs. They're going to determine how insane it is that a war is going on against our friends and family members, because that's what the war on drugs actually is. Let's continue with your phone calls here. Maybe we'll dig up more information on these uh, this drug decriminalization story as time goes on here. Let's talk in the meantime to Gene the Christian Anarchist in Tennessee on the Amp line. Hello, Gene.
10: Hey, guys, I want to talk about uh, the Campaign for Liberty event in St. Louis last night. But first, two very quick things. Number one, uh, my eyes have really been opened by going to LennonMurderTruth.com. <laughs> Are you being facetious? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, last week when we were in France, we stopped at the Louvre, or the Louvre, I guess, the uh-huh. museum. It's hard and, to say uh, anything
1: they... in French properly if you're English. Yeah, you just really can't do it.
10: <laughs> and, and all of those statues there, they're all child porn. So I don't (laughs) know they're gonna have to close yeah, you know, you I noticed they that place.
1: I, I, you know, I was at the Ringling Museum in Sarasota, Florida, and they—you walk right in on child porn. Um, They—they've got uh, little little chubby kids buck naked on these uh, these Rubens grands, I guess they're called. They were t- uh, you know uh, outlines for tapestries, but hmm. the Louvre has two of them, and and the uh, the Ringling School of uh, or excuse me, the Ringling uh, Museum of Art has uh, like six of them. They're amazing. They're colossal paintings, huge, yeah. and it's all so child. porn. I think
10: they better. Burn the, burn the Louvre down to the ground because it's, it's just. Corrupting people's. You minds. could you can we do could what, send them some freedom, freedom fries. No,
0: you should do what John Ashcroft did. Remember when he uh, bought that like fifteen thousand dollar veil that he threw over like a robe or something that he a tarp or whatever that he threw over the Lady Justice. Or, or I don't know if it was Lady Justice, but it was one of the statues at the Justice. Some Department. naked bronze lady. Well, she was topless. She wasn't even fully naked, but <laughs> naked, she was topless. Naked. Well, it was naked enough for uh, for John Ashcroft, <laughs> and uh, he threw the this fifteen thousand dollars had the taxpayers pay fifteen grand or whatever for uh, a modified ification to the statue to cover up her naked breasts. Uh, so maybe you should just do. Maybe they could do that at the Louvre and get away with. It. But you're right. It's just the insanity of suggesting that uh, that depictions of nude young people, nude teens, or nude children is in any way pornographic or in any way sexual.
10: And anyway, on to campaign for liberty last night with uh, Ron Paul and Judge Napolitano. Uh, I have to say that, uh, as usual, Ron Paul was Ron Paul. Made all way too much logic. Uh, made too much sense for a uh, politician, mm-hmm. but the surprising event was actually Judge Napolitano.
6: Why was surpri- Why is he surprising?
10: And, well, because he basically said, "You know, the Second Amendment is for shooting politicians." And, Whoa! Uh, yep, that's yep. what he said. He's converting. Much. I mean, he huh?
1: he's converting. He has. Uh, th- there's a lot of. Uh hope for Judge Napolitano. I I bought his book, uh, Constitutional Crisis, back in 2002. Actually, my my then-fiancé
0: gave it to me as a present. Wait, you're saying there's hope for this guy? Aren't you concerned they're going to snatch him and throw him into a gulag for this?
10: He's he's already a terrorist, so uh, they they might.
0: Well, yeah, I guess once you're already a terrorist, you might as well start saying whatever you want. Thanks, Gene, for the call. 800-259-9231. I don't advocate those things on this show, because I don't think that uh, going out and shooting people is going to solve the problem.
1: Gene was uh, just saying that the Second Amendment is to protect your self from a tyrannical government.
0: I see that One more coming up, that. It's free talk live. Talk Live, it's the Saturday edition, and you can bring up whatever you want. If you dial toll-free to one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at FreeTalkLive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, including the Shrine of Female Listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. You can see them for yourself, or if you are a lady listener, you can submit your picture or video submission to the Shrine at Shrine.freetalklive com. What if you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were
1: moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org.
0: We continue with your phone calls. Ladies first, we go to Faye, listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Faye. Hey. Hey, you're on the air.
17: How are you? Oh, Just super. Well, um, I was told, I was listening to Beck, and he said... um that the lights are supposed to be off to conserve energy from 8.30 to 9. So I have every light in my house on. Both of my cars are running with the lights on. Um, And I just want to let the government know that I don't appreciate them telling me when and what I will do.
1: Well, I don't know that the government's involved in Earth Hour, which is what you're referring to here. But I do know that there are, um, you know, there's going out at the same time, the uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute has uh, instituted <laughs> Human Achievement Hour. So it sounds to me like you're celebrating the human achievement of the light bulb.
17: Well, definitely. Yep. And, and she's God running her cars. Gave us, God gave us a brain. And he taught us how to use it, and he controls history. He controls everything there is to control on this earth. And I think that little old man needs to look at that.
1: Well, you know, I, I couldn't tell you uh, what God wants or, or it is, is for, but I do think that, uh, that the idea that an energy is somehow finite, that uh, man's level of achievement is, is finite, and that uh, we're going to turn the world into a charred husk or something like that. Oh, it, no
17: way. It seems have you silly. Not, do you not, like, have you not seen back in history? We are alive, we're well. God has prospered the United States of America, and it is only because of Him. That we are who we are.
6: Well,
1: and I uh, think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna think we to...
17: need to start looking at um, who we have in the presidency, a dictator and thief.
1: Well, and, wait a minute, wait a minute, um, wait a minute. We've had that since Lincoln, okay? Right, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, no,
17: I don't think so. You don't think so? Why? No, no way. Why? No way. Because God gave us... Um, Republicans. God gave us rights. I mean... We are nothing. We don't have anything that was not given to us. We Wait a minute. Hold on. Which
0: president? I want to hear you. You come back to what Mark had to say there. Which presidents uh, have not been dictators since Abraham Lincoln?
17: Oh, come on. Uh, it's a serious question. You know question. what? There, there, We we are allowed. We have the right to vote. So far, so far.
0: So you get to right. vote between one wannabe dictator or another wannabe dictator, right?
17: No. No. The government. Are you going to tell into, me? Wait a minute, the Government was put into effect to do what the people desires.
6: Mm.
1: The government yeah.
17: right now. So is the people so. out of the
1: people of, of the United Not States of America.
17: all what the people desire. The people
1: of the United States of America wanted to see us out of Iraq. Did George Bush do that?
17: Well, have you seen what we've done in Iraq? I don't
1: really care. The people where, wanted us out. You, you said that the people, w- that the people uh. make the decisions, <laughs> and we're sticking with that. The people wanted out. Was George Bush a, no, you know, no, a, a, so. a criminal have, in chief or whatever I, you said?
17: No, I have brothers and a son in the military. Oh, those no, you made pe- a personal. Those mark. are the people they, they that count. Do not, they do not want out. Oh I they don't are What difference does it make whether the What difference and, does it make if the soldiers is Iraq want out?
1: Is getting not
6: well,
0: I actually right have a, I actually have somebody on the line here who was in uh Afghanistan I believe in Iraq, Iraq. Iraq as well uh Puke is on the line with us from New Hampshire Puke you're on with Fay uh you were actually over there did you want to get out
18: hey. uh, yes uh I wanted to get out uh the fastest way possible which was almost with a bullet through my head but I made it uh on the plane
0: instead. Faye, how do you feel about that?
17: Well, um, how old are you, puke?
16: Jesus doesn't love puke. Twenty-six.
17: Twenty-six. Okay. Twenty-six. Okay. Well you're rolling? a you're a you're a, a middle aged young man, not middle aged, excuse me, a young man, right? What what did you uh, see over there that was happening apparently that you wanted out so fast?
2: Good question. Because oh,
17: I also have here. a 20, I also have a 26-year-old who is damn proud of what he's doing over there. Cue up, the,
1: cue up the Star Spangled okay. Banner. Go ahead. Dun, dun. Well, I was a
6: helicopter mechanic,
18: but what I saw in Afghanistan and Iraq was uh, people dying on both sides, and that doesn't help in any way. You know, it was American soldiers, it was British soldiers, it was the Iraqis and the Afghanis. And we were all killing each other, and that doesn't help to solve anything in any manner.
1: You know, if they're brown, they're well, terrorists. Well,
17: I'll tell you what: war is not pretty, and when it comes down to being here in the United States and neighbor against neighbor, who would which Jesus is what kill? I'm starting to look at. <laughs>
1: Um, hey, Faye, did, did Jesus hate no, I mean, Arabs, look,
17: too? I'm in Florida, and they're they're talking about neighbors <laughs> Wait, turning in neighbors for it? watering their lawn.
0: Faye, we're with you on it, that one,
1: okay? Absolutely.
17: I'm there. I
1: am there, Faye. I just don't think that that the government should be enforced against people who don't want to be involved in it, in that sense. I mean, I don't want to pay for why, a water rack. Why did
17: Puke sign up? Why did Puke sign up if you didn't want to fight for what's Right. I mean, well, you because, know, um, you go in, you take, you take an oath to,
18: to yes, uphold. Yes, an oath to the Constitution, which they broke, and I'm not proud about going along with it. But that did happen.
0: Yeah, you know, the oath that you're talking about there, Puke. I know you were calling about for something else, so hang on, uh, so, Faye. The oath you're talking about was an oath to the Constitution, which uh, pretty much says yeah, there shouldn't even I be think, a standing I military.
17: Think, well, I think our I think our government has forgotten what the Constitution even says. When did that
0: happen? When did that happen?
17: Oh, we've been heading down this road since the 60s and the love everybody.
0: There you go.
6: So, a,
17: I I teach. I teach.
0: So did George Bush and, and, forget it, the Constitution, too?
17: When? When he decided when he to, go, to try to keep us from getting... No, I don't, I'm um, not
0: specifying anything. I'm asking you... Did George W Bush forget about the constitution? You just said that it's been happening since the 60s. Did he also forget about or was slash he, ignore was the constitution? He
17: in, in office in the 60s? Give me a break. You said we've it was happening Clinton, since the we've 60s, Fay. We've had Oh yeah, well, no, Bush Bush was holding. which of, which of the presidents? Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Which of the presidents since the 60s in your opinion respected the constitution?
17: Go ahead. Well, who do you think I would say? Reagan.
1: Okay, now um, the Constitution is pretty clear that the military shouldn't exist.
0: Wait, are we clear? Is it just Reagan or is it
17: well,
1: Reagan, more? Reagan's the
17: icon Bush of conservatives? Bush held his own. Hey, look, Bush held Bush his own. Is, what about Bush the other Bush? Bush is going to get bad mouth slammed for anything. What about the first if, Bush? If, what about if, Daddy Bush? If it rains too much, Bush is going to get Faye. it. If it doesn't what about rain Daddy enough, Bush? What about Bush him? Bush is going to get it.
1: Faye, look, I agree that Democrats hate Bush and I yeah. think that they have a yeah. lot of good reasons Faye because he took the, the the country into war on premises that were wrong whether they were a lie or not they were mistaken now,
17: what would you do, what would you have done for 9 eleven
1: okay I and would have attacked Canada like if I thought that that was um, that they were somehow involved but I'm not but I'm saying that a person who uh, gets to employ force needs to stand back and and take a look at things and I'm sorry well,
17: have you have you do you remember Nagasaki and Hiroshima
1: yes and I think that mm-hmm. it was Overuse you, of, you know I think it was an overuse lives, of force. Do
17: you know how many lives that saved? It didn't I would, save I anybody's I don't lives. Over, how would you know? <laughs> I would go over and make much more of a dust bowl over there. You are
0: absolutely than, despicable. And, and she, is, she voted for Sarah Palin. It is
17: right now. <laughs> and you know why? Because, because that you're would save so many more lives.
0: No, she's a wannabe killer, Mark. She doesn't have the guts to do it herself. Now,
1: hey, Faye. Oh, I could. Here's, I could.
17: Look, here. I you, bet you could. You're you sick. Know, like how that. How do you know the somebody, bad people, Faye? Is
1: it because they have more melanin in their skin?
17: You Wait. No, do you know that if somebody came into my house, I could shoot them?
6: Good.
1: Absolutely. If somebody.
17: If somebody. That'd
0: be were you
6: defending your property, Faye.
17: Or accosting my daughter, I could kill them. Great. I, I'm if fine somebody, with that. Somebody. If somebody was threatening my country, I could kill them. The country doesn't exist. You know, what does threatening you know what a country mean? Yeah, what does that mean? That, that is defense, defense of a sovereign nation. Now there's a difference and between you feeling threatened. That,
1: Faye, look, you don't have look, that, Faye, you wait, 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 under. wait, i I got your so point, under. right, I know the bad people with the scimitars, they're, cha- they're, they're, they're threatening us, I understand. <laughs> do forget those slanty-eyed
0: Japs back in the day, <laughs> they're, you know.
1: they're all a threat. Feeling threatened and being threatened are two different things. Now, Iraq didn't do
0: anything to threaten you. Can we talk more about the Japanese in World War II? No, let's well, not. Again, I, want to talk, I want to talk to Faye more. Hang on, Faye, we're going to bring you back. If you got a question for Faye, maybe you've got a comment for her, 800-259-9231, I hope she hangs on through the news. news. She's going to be busy out out killing people. hour, Hour three is coming up, and this is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. If you're on hold, we will get to you.
5: Government officials like to think they know better than the rest of us. They tell us what we can buy and when we can buy it, everything from guns and booze to cold medicine and cigarettes. Now they've gone even farther. Cities across the country are now trying to tax and ban bottled water. That's right. Simple, no alcohol, no caffeine, no calorie bottled water. They say it's wasteful and buying it is, quote, stupid. But who are they to decide? If politicians decide you shouldn't even be able to buy bottled water, what's next? Visit us at enjoybottledwater.org and sign the petition to keep the nanny state out of our water bottles.
0: Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. So we launch here into the third hour. We still have, I believe, Faye with us. Faye called in last hour from uh, listening to WFLA down in Tampa. And when she opened her call, we were in agreement. Uh, she was talking about this silly Earth Hour thing where people are being encouraged to turn off all of your lights and all of your appliances or whatever it is that they're. I think it's turning off lights at the very least. Mother ever hates electricity. Right. Uh, don't use electricity because it's going to save the Earth or something. And uh, so CEI, the competitor. At Enterprise Institute, introduced what was it called,
1: Mark? Human Achievement Hour. It oddly runs at the, exactly the same time, and you can celebrate human achievements in whatever form you like, whether it's baseball bats or whether it's uh, you know electricity, the combustion engine, which has done amazing things for for life here right. on planet
0: Earth. Rev up your car engine out front of your house or something like that, celebrating human uh, productivity or creativeness and all of the wonderful things that we've created. So we, you started with that, Faye, and then you started getting into partisan politics, which just doesn't fly here on Free Talk Live because you denied that because uh, it's uh, not
17: Free you, Talk Live.
0: <laughs> it's Free well, Talk you Live. You can talk about you it, but we're talk, just not going to uh, agree with oh, you. Right? Okay. You can talk about anything. See, and, uh-huh. and as you can see, we're still here talking to you because uh, found you incredibly an interesting caller. So, uh, uh-huh. so we, so I pointed out that uh, Mark pointed out that all presidents have been dictators since Abraham Lincoln, including Abraham Lincoln. Oh my God! And you, you disagreed with that. Wait. And, of course, you You pointed out that the... Hold on now, Faye. I'm just recapping for our listeners here. You pointed out that uh, the Republican presidents were not dictators and that they are good guys. And then you talked about Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which I wanted to jump into that real quick. before oh, we I continue. want to hit the Iraq War. I, mean, face- I know you want to hit the Iraq War. Hang on. Just one thing about Hiroshima yeah. and Nagasaki. You said that it uh, was saving lives to drop bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And I, I don't know if I've ever heard a more absurd statement on this show. Oh, uh, well,
17: th- you know what? That's because that stopped World War II. And, no, it was um, about to end, No, World War, it, war oh, II yeah. was over well, at that
0: point. It, it definitely Often, didn't
17: it? And Mark, you know can what? you
0: please fill Fay in
17: real
1: quick? Uh, Faye, right, Faye, hang on one The fact is, we're going to put Fay on hold I, just look, a moment. I, I, I know that this is not what you heard in public school, and it's certainly not what you want to hear now. They didn't teach me the, this. But the fact is, Japan was... Beaten by the time uh, we were, you know, we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They were beaten. In fact, they were uh, parlaying to the uh, the Russian ambassador, uh, you know, they were back and forth. Their ambassador to the Russian, uh, um, who were our allies at the time, the, they were on our side before they weren't on our side, before they were on our side again. And, th- you know, they uh, had said basically, we're willing to give up as long as the emperor can still be considered a god. Well, we didn't, we didn't go for that crap. And when you
0: say we, you mean the United, president at the
1: time. Right, the, right? the, the guy who was uh, making the decisions. And so the United States didn't go for that, and they decided that uh, you know, we're going to continue to – we're going to take this to Japan's door. Now, essentially what you've got here is, uh, for an analogy's sake, you've got a guy who's got both of his arms broken, both of his legs broken, but he's a danger, so you have to go up and shoot him in the head. That's what they're claiming. That, that's the idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, th- the war was over. All right, Fay, are you there?
17: Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to you guys gab on. Yeah.
0: We're just talking about history. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well,
17: you know what? War is not pretty. It's it is a a necessity. It always will be a necessity, and people will get killed. Now, it depends on who is the more forceful and the more powerful of the two, because there's good and there's evil, Mm -hmm. and should the evil prevail uh with with the way it's going right now, good will not yeah,
1: I agree with so you, I agree you're with the you faith. stronger
17: Faye. of the two look, if I'm in a fight with someone and 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 you guys, I have four brothers. Give me a break. We were brought up. you don't go into a fight and put your hands behind your back.
1: Uh, I'm not fight. suggesting that we go into any fights with our hands behind our, our backs, Faye. I'm well, suggesting I that so. before I we jump so. into a fight, Faye, that we should use our heads instead of just jumping in.
17: Oh, come on. Come on. What? Are you going to talk the guy to death?
1: Who, to who? No, who are you, you talking go in, about?
17: You, you get them down, and you keep them down, and right. you don't let them up. How many
1: countries up. do you think we can do that to at one time? They, here's my question to you. Okay, we're in Iraq right now, right? I'm We've not. i here in, seven, in we're New Hampshire. are doing a fine job. Right, your, your sons are doing a great job killing people in Iraq. That's fine. Um, now, there are 7,000 Americans dead in the war on terror. God knows how many injured, how many we'll we have to pay for for the rest of their lives, if, if, if they're lucky, because the United States government might decide that they're not going to take care of them. You know how that goes with the VA and all that good stuff. Enough. And and there's tens of thousands of Iraqis and uh, other folks well, dead in well, it. Wait, wait wait wait! He's wait asking a I'm a question, question, we're, 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 we're getting to a question, the Faye. The Faye. What, Faye, this what, is the reason we, we put you on prison. hold before. Wait, tens of thousands of people, um, Arab people, are are killed in this war, and the guy who we're told did it is still running around free. Was it worth it?
17: They kill their women because they dishonor the family, so they just decapitate them.
1: You know, you know? The, the Jews so, circumcise so they, their they kids. Should, their we, should we people. wipe them out? That's
17: amazing to me. You know, Stalin wiped out almost his whole nation. And if you look... So you did Abraham there, Lincoln. Obama <laughs> is very much like Stalin. I think you should watch a documentary on the two just like him and Fidel Castro
0: nobody's and defending Castro obama hey hey this, Cuban Cuban is, this, this is this is how stuck you are in this Faye. paradigm you aren't Faye. even
1: listening you're you so even stuck f- in your paradigm i think obama is a you know is is a terrible president okay i think he's doing a crappy job and i think he's almost as bad as george bush cuz george bush had 8 years obama's only had a few weeks Right, so we're not defending Obama.
17: uh, Hey, Obama has an agenda. Not necessarily him, because he's been put in there. Who the hell doesn't have an agenda? They all have agendas, Faye. If we do not open our eyes, if we do not open our eyes, you know that last commercial of planting a garden? We better be planting a garden, raising our own chickens, and all of these people that have nice (laughs) dogs around?
0: The Mexicans are good. You know what, Faye? We've got to go to some the nice calls people? here. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, Faye. We Will is on the line. He would like to talk to you. Will uh, from Watertown, listening to WTNY. Hey, Will. I got it. Hey, you're well, on with well, Faye from Florida.
19: How are you doing? Um, Fay, got a couple things. Um,
17: yeah.
19: First off, I, I'm I am in the military. All right, and I want to preface all this by by just saying I'm not speaking for the military. How could you? I have a problem with your with your uh, right, of course I'm just one person, right? But how can you how how can you say we don't want out of Iraq that we don't want out of Afghanistan? How can
17: I Wh- say what, that what
19: gives you what gives you the
17: so, do the people do the people there want us out so yeah, that yeah. they yes. can be yeah, they, so do, but... they can be squished again?
1: Sorry, I mean the polls say I mean, they, they want they us out. Have
17: if they have their government intact and their police in order, there, you know, to keep their country but at safe, what cost, Faye? and their how, people how
19: much, safe, they fine. Us to go? Get
17: out, get out.
19: Faye, you you made the comments about Arabs killing their women. I think that's deplorable. All right, as, as uh, I was now, come
17: on, you know that right. darn good and
0: well. He said right. he thinks it's deplorable. Are you even listening right. to what people are
19: saying to you, Faye? How how are we willing to become, I think we are, to become evil ourselves by being Johnny Liberty Seed and trying to spread freedom all across the world while we're being a pretty bad example here at home? You know, at, at sure. What will we become to try and correct
4: all that?
0: I think your question's a little too deep for Faye, but it was a great question, no. and thank you for the call. <laughs> yes, Faye, you're still there. Do you have an answer? drop dropped. has gone. All right. right. Well, 800, 259. Something like your cell phone went out. 90, I couldn't take any more than this segment anyway. <laughs> yeah. it was, it, wow. It was like you you couldn't even bounce anything close to her cognitive dissonance. I mean, the amount of the amount Republicans of dissonance. Republicans are good. Jesus is a Republican. He'd kill those damn Arabs. You couldn't even <laughs> say anything that she would be able to comprehend or recognize as a coherent statement. Because anything you say, she would just pick up on some tangential of factor to it and then just riff on some Republican talking point as res- a result of that. I mean, I, I still think she believes that we think Obama's a great guy after we made it crystal clear that Obama's as bad a guy as Abraham Lincoln was. Well, he hasn't really he hasn't had a chance to really kill people, although he's, he's done a pretty
1: good job in his first uh, few weeks. He's in, increased uh, troops in after, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, in Afghanistan. He's attacked Pakistan plenty. And, he has uh, no
0: problem killing brown
1: people around the world. Absolutely, and he'll threaten the American people by uh, you know telling them that if they don't play, pay their increased taxes to Uh, get rid of this burden that we've got from the rich people, uh, that uh, he'll throw them in jail.
0: 800-259-9231, you dial in, you bring up what you want. Your thoughts on this or anything, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us, including the updates. You get signed up, and we keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on that list for free, updates.freetalklive.com.
1: According to the uh, Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. You can put a stop to email snooping with a free account at, uh, it's an easy-to-use email alternative, privacyharbor.com, because normal email is not secure. That's privacyharbor.com.
0: So we continue with your phone calls, about whatever you want. Ladies first, Marie is on the line listening to WSCFM. Marie, you're on Free Talk Live. Marie, are you there? Okay. Hey, you're on the Hello. air.
3: Okay, I hear you. Here you are. I love your I love your show. Thanks, Marie. But I just really, I really want people to quit whining and being crybabies, and and you know rallying against the United States. I mean, we're so lucky to be Americans. We can actually get up on on the radio airwaves nationally and talk against our president without being stolen in the middle of the night, that is- shot. Beheaded, hands cut off. Yep.
1: everything. there's no doubt. It's, it, That's nice. It's really great, and you know, it's it's the sort of freedom that people around the world should have, and I absolutely want that for them, um, that they can speak out against their government with uh, safety. And you know, I feel that uh, I feel that the the freedom of speech to some extent has uh, has been compromised here in the United States, but I you know the freedom That's of the speech right? and freedom of the press are still you know great things that we enjoy. So we we here in America have the freedom to complain, and it's nice.
3: Right, that's great, but I'm, you know what I'm really sick of? I'm sick of the whining little crybabies that don't realize how lucky they are to live in the United States of America.
0: So
6: when and you say whining, can you give me an example? Of our can you
0: give me an example? Just, oh, it's because of our military.
3: Cripes, you know, I mean, I wasn't crazy about George Bush. I'm not crazy about Barack Obama. Too bad. Ted Kennedy put him in. He's been in there for like a month and a half, what, two months? Like and every that. oh every the guy can't wipe his nose without everybody freaking out and saying oh he's a socialist oh he's a communist he's killing all these people leave the guy alone for crying out loud can't yeah it's really as long not
6: fair he
0: leaves other people alone uh, it's really not fair I mean he's as much of a socialist as George Bush was a socialist and that is they're they're both socialists I mean that's true so you're saying that people shouldn't be critical I think
3: people should all get behind. Get together and get behind what we have and fix what we've got instead of, you know.
0: Get behind what about, we have. And, uh, right, but we, yeah, maybe what we constitution. have. Yeah, right, get I, behind
3: our Constitution and all of us as an American. So then if you want and to get behind to the disagree? Constitution,
0: hang on, Marie. Now let's let's yeah. let's hold you to what you just said here. Okay. You want to get behind uh-huh. the Constitution. And you know what? I like the Constitution. It was a nice try, it was a good idea. Those founding fathers, they you know, they had the best of intentions. Uh, so I, I used to be a big fan of the Constitution. Now let's take a look here and see what you just said. Let's get behind it's the Constitution. The oldest form of government, now the Constitution. The const that's a nice nice fact there. Uh the the Constitution says that there should be no standing army. How do you feel about that?
3: What? What does it say that there should be no standing
1: army? In the one army? you were supposed to have read when you got up before you got on the I've, radio.
3: No, I've I've read the Constitution. Isn't that section eight? That sounds
1: right. Um the uh, you know, all I can tell you is that the founding need fathers need a, ma'am, because
3: you know what? We wouldn't be able to sit here and bash anything in the United States, anything about the United you States. Know, if we didn't have a standing army, because people here okay, are okay, let's us back
1: that, that up. Okay, okay, so is, no more this constitution. Is, this is, this no. is the fight I'm looking for. Okay, so okay, go back ahead. that up. Let's let's, let's remove the uh, Pacific theater of World War II. Let's remove that from the argument. Let's remove the Mexican-American War. Which other war, not those two, did we need a military in order to not have the freedoms that we have today?
3: We need a military
1: now. We have a military if we now. Didn't
3: have, if we didn't have a military now. These Canada? suckers would be over here telling us what to do, Who would? and we'd be dressing in sheets, believe
6: ah. me, so, so, when I tell you. So it's, it's, the, <laughs> you <know something? laughs> it's, it's the Muslims, I'm
3: Arab-American, huh? okay, so I have a right to Right, she's to an Arab, say. Mark,
0: so she can trash That's right. on people.
3: Well, partially. My grandfather was an Arab-American. And you, you so, know, a lot of them live here and are happy here, enjoy the United States of America, now, and enjoy the laws Maybe we should make it
0: more like Israel. Like
1: I, to I actually agree. have military in the streets in America. You know, here in the uh, this Constitution that we've been talking I, about, I we have the, the second. Over- we have the Second Amendment. Now, tell me exactly how right the Arabs. How? Tell me how the Arabs would invade the United States with a um, no military as many guns in the United States as we have people there are 270 million guns there are 270 million people and that's just the guns they have counted tell me exactly how the arabs would invade
3: if we didn't have a military they would be here believe me and, how? and they wouldn't be how? In the country that would
1: how here. you have by to explain boat, how
3: by air by any which way okay so the arabs be,
1: are going to get here what in their air which force arabs? Which ones? Well,
3: one not just them, but there would be bombs going off all over the place. If we didn't have a military and military <laughs> intelligence and all that. We need that stuff.
1: No, no I, I disagree entirely. I think that the military creates the problem and makes the reason that people, wa- that in fact, fly planes into our buildings. Okay. If it wasn't for the military being over there, and I'm not saying the soldiers, I'm saying the people that put them there, if it wasn't for them being there, nobody would want to attack us.
0: Marie, if you're saying
1: ah, that bombs... You know
3: something? You know something? That, that, In a way, I hear what you're talking about.
0: That's good.
6: Glad you can I, none hear none of
3: us none of us want a war especially I
0: don't
3: want the soldiers us to be there either there's obviously an agenda that we know nothing about and the it's, reason that we are there in the first it's place It's very okay? simple
1: the people that run this country and every other country Republicans are, and Democrats are power hungry mongers that want to rule the world It's simple
6: That's the okay.
0: that's
15: the explanation I agree. Because Great. Okay. So, Marie, human. then
1: let's take that's their most powerful nature. tool away from them and stop calling their most powerful tool some kind of gift from God that gave us free speech. No. no, it didn't. It gave the politicians the ability to kill people. That's all.
3: But hear this, hear this, okay? Okay. Yes, ma'am. In the United, let's say that we had no military. All right. Okay. In the United States. Happy days. All right. Now you have a nice. I'm sure you have a nice apartment or house or whatever. Yep. Do I live in uh, a farm. Oh, especially a farm. I have a house. Do you think actually somebody is not going to want what you have?
1: Look, (laughs) my neighbor has 26 guns. I think I'll be okay. You said, Maureen... Okay, that's
3: your neighbor, but you're telling me that... Okay, we just have the country like it is, and just leave it alone, and we can have all our stuff, and nobody's going to come here and want yeah, something. You're yeah,
1: that's exactly where? what I'm saying. The United States is blessed, and you can say it's blessed by God, to be surrounded by two neighbors that we have gotten along with for a very long time. The oldest undisputed border in the world is between the United States and Canada. And, they're, and the United States and, excuse me, Canada and Mexico are huge countries that it would take a very difficult time to fight a land war on. But she and said, if you know about the military, you would know that you need boot- Boots on the ground in order to take over a country. You can't put boots on the ground in the United States. The fact yes. is that there are so many people with guns. I,
0: if, if the Arabs were landing, I'd be on the shore shooting them. Now, wait. Marie said they were going to drop bombs, minute, too. What is Ma- that
3: sense does that make?
0: What sense does what make? I mean, we
3: have more illegal illegal guns in the United States than we have legal guns. Good. Okay?
0: It's still guns in Americans' hands. Who cares? You're talking about defending... We have illegal
3: guns all over the world, but especially... We have tons. We have have probably 20 to 1 illegal guns. So what? I want people to be armed.
1: Armed society is a
0: polite society. Guns are good. Marie, you said earlier... Marie, you said earlier you believe that there would be boats with uh, Middle Eastern people on them. Oh, yeah, we have bombs going off. Bombs would be going off. So what I want to know, Marie... What I want to know from you, I'm going to bring you back. More with Marie we here need in to have a moment. Marie, right, hang on, please. I'm going to bring you back. <laughs> We're going to give you more time. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the number. If there's going to be bombs going off and troops uh, arriving, if there's no military, why isn't that happening to Costa Rica? They don't have a military. Why would they be going after the United States? We'll ask Marie that coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday show. You can dial in and bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL, cai toll free line. We're talking things international, uh, war specifically, the military, and actually the military at home and whether or not it should even exist. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki with over 1,800 pages created by listeners like you. See it at wiki.freetalklive.com, wiki.freetalklive.com. The Institute
1: for Humane Studies is offering 12 different seminars this summer in locations across the country. Participation is free, and the IHS covers meals and housing. Uh, Seminars are for those simply curious about libertarian philosophy to those passionate about liberty, even those who want career advice, networking opportunities, and lectures relevant to each career path. Go to libertarianseminars.com and register today. The deadline is March the 31st. It's libertarianseminars.com.
0: You know, Mark, it seems from my observation that conservatives are just as likely to throw the Constitution aside as liberals, so-called it conservatives, in the way. so-called know, you, liberals. you got to listen in on telephone conversations and stuff. They both love to appeal to it. They both love to talk about how they want to follow it and honor it and respect it and all of that. And, you know, the, the, the
1: moment it was signed by the first state, you know, they stopped it. it stopped being respected and, and followed. I'm sorry. I can look at, you can look at constitutional breaches throughout the, uh, the years. It, it, there's no time that it's been followed.
0: And it's so easy to get them to just throw it away. I mean, we got Marie in South Carolina, who's still with us, by the way, uh, listening to FM to just throw the Constitution right out the window right after she told us how important it was to her. We Pointed out that the Constitution specifies that there should be no standing military. It was the intention of founding fathers like Thomas Jefferson to avoid having Madison. A, uh, Washington to avoid having a standing army because they knew that it was the greatest threat to liberty. I believe that isn't that a Jefferson quote? The greatest threat to liberty. I he, he was pretty big on the banks too. He didn't like banks either, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so the, clearly there was no. Army that was expected to be standing for the United States. If an army were to be formed, it was only supposed to last for two years. That's it says that right in the Constitution. And then Marie just threw that right out the window. Oh, now the Constitution doesn't matter You wouldn't have anymore. the rest
1: of the freedoms of the milita- if the, right. cons- if the uh, military
0: wasn't. Right, there. because it's because of the military, the U.S. military, that anybody has freedoms. And so uh, I asked the question, Marie, are you still there? Exactly. All right. Exactly. So, I'm so, still here. Sure. So you said that if it weren't for the military, there'd be bombs dropping, there'd be invasions, specifically by Middle Eastern people for whatever reason they want to invade and kill Americans. And so I'm curious, why aren't they doing that to Costa Rica? There's no military there.
3: Costa Rica, we have military in Costa Rica. Who's we? We sure do. The United States of America has military in a lot of countries. Is that okay with you?
1: 131. Is that all right with you?
3: Many, many countries. I imagine that, you know, I mean, I, it's okay with me. It's military intelligence. A lot so of it doesn't matter. Constitution,
0: schmonstitution, right? Uh, do you believe the founding fathers intended uh, for the U.S. military to be used as a world's police force?
3: I'm not sure I don't even know where that part is in the Constitution, well, I
1: can
0: tell you that the uh,
1: really we... don't.
3: I'm gonna to have to go through it. It's been like ten years since I've read through the Constitution. Well, I can think... tell you something right now. The only reason that we hmm. can sit up here right now and slap our jaws about the United States is this, and this is no good, we don't need an army, and we don't need this and that is because we live in the United States of America, we have a military.
1: Well, um, I don't, I don't understand the correlation, and I've asked Africa, you to back okay, it up. Check Gosh, out is, is it check my out turn, man? Please, I, I understand. You, There's a lot of problems with, with colonialization in Africa that probably don't have anything to do with having a standing military. As a matter of fact, their standing militaries are slaughtering their people there. So I don't think that that's
3: some of them are. Some of them are. Yes. And that's why, that's Guys why with we're there. Look,
1: bureaucrats are inefficient, and uh, they do what they're told by their superiors, whether they have guns or I not.
3: Agree. I agree. Okay. I agree with that statement, too. How will but you saying, feel? Let's fix what we got, okay? Instead yeah.
1: of Great. Let's- then let's pull all the military guys in from the 131 nations that they're in around the world, the over, what, a 700 military bases that we have in other countries. I know. Let's can- bring them home and let's put them to work in the free market where they can be productive.
3: I mean, right now we've got a lot of problems in the United States.
0: Uh, how about we
1: put right them in the now streets? We've
3: got a lot of problems.
0: Wait, let's put the U.S. military in the streets of we'll the United States.
3: Yeah, I now. believe that in the Constitution, that's what they meant by a standing army, standing in the street. And oh, so you thought it'd be okay to have them.
0: Right, so it's not good to have uh, them in the streets, but it's okay to have them in other country streets. Is that what you're saying?
3: I think that when they are here, when we have the National Guard here. um. You know, in, in cases like Katrina or other situations where there are disasters or there's an imminent threat of danger to the people, that's different. I think that what they they intended was the fact that they didn't want the military turning on the citizens of the United States. So
0: what would you define turning on the citizens as?
3: Uh, basically denying people life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness. How about this? Let, me run, let me run a
0: scenario by you here right, right quick, and we're going to get to a phone okay. call for you. Let's okay. say that the U.S. military is in the streets of a, uh, an Alabama town, and uh-huh. uh, let's say it's for emergency purposes. Let's say there's a flood or you know, something's going on. Right. There's a hurricane coming through, and they're on okay. the streets of an Alabama town. They've set up a checkpoint, and every uh, vehicle that comes up to the checkpoint is stopped by these Marines, and right. they're checked, and they're, uh, you know, they're asked questions, and they, oh. you know, they're asked if they have any guns, and if they have any guns, the guns are confiscated. How do you feel about that?
3: Well, until you put the guns in that situation, I was fine with it because, you know, during a disaster, of course, you know, there will be predators and there will be people that are not psychologically well. Many
0: you know, of whom are in the
1: military. Right. Do, do you understand, But do you, you do understand that this has been done right here in the United States. The military has been employed to disarm its citizens. And you know what happens when you tell the soldier, look, you'll get my gun led first over my cold, dead body, pal. You know what happens then? Because that's a threat. Well, you don't—you don't coming on my property and asking for my guns when you're wearing camo and got an M sixteen slung over your shoulders and a threat.
3: I'm totally against people coming on your property and asking for guns. Well, how do they—how do why, they get on my property to ask for guns? Are you talking New Orleans?
1: I'm—I'm I'm talking, talking. It's about actually them. happened in Kansas too. During what time? Uh, it was relatively recently, but it's during okay, the floods, it but, does.
0: Does it really matter when it was? But yeah, it's it's okay with you then, Marie, to have the military since you don't you're you are against the military no, taking guns from Americans, not, but you are in no, favor of the military no. taking guns from Iraqis.
3: How do we go from Kansas to Iraqis?
0: I'm I'm just asking you if you're against it in America, are you in favor of it in Iraq?
3: Are military taking guns from Iraqis? Yes, yes. I think that we're at war over there. I think that, that you know, that has to be.
0: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not just, over just there Just listening right to now. you make well, excuses and contradict yourself. Let's go to the no, phones. I'm not Let's talk to they're Dan. They're not good enough to protect themselves. Dan, Dan, Dan about yeah, those Iraqis, don't let them keep their weapons and protect themselves. They should just uh, rely on the military. But us Americans, we don't need you. I, but, yeah, we do need you. You're all over the place, Marie. Dan, uh, Dan, you're on with Marie.
20: Oh, uh, Marie, how you doing today? Marie, I hope ahead, that you're well. I, I, I'm concerned for you because you, you, you had mentioned about these illegal guns. Are these those kind of illegal guns that, uh, that would have a certain kind of mechanism that would only allow them to defend crack dealers but wouldn't allow them to def- uh, repel invaders? And, and uh, you say that the military has fought for freedom. And, and I want to make sure that we're real, real clear on this, Marie. And I want to I plant a little seed in your mind. Okay, and, and Mark and Ian, they're going to water the seed and maybe provide... And I think you're providing plenty of fertilizer. You better plant the seed because we're
0: short on time, Dan.
20: <clears throat> okay, here we go. You guys are uh, bringing up a lot if, of if if the military, If the military is so much about uh, defending our freedom, why are we not more free than before these wars started? Why are we less free? The military is not defending my freedom. A, a, a guy over there in Afghanistan, Iraq, or anywhere in BF, Egypt, or whatever, uh, uh, shooting brown people and stuff – it's not making me free.
0: Thank you, Dan, for the okay. call. The question was, why are we not more free if the military is so great at protecting freedom?
3: We're, free. We're sitting here shooting our mouths off about the military. That's what about the, baby? what about the Patriot head head
1: Act? Off. That came after the military was off. sent over there.
3: And we eat good food every day. We, we can go to the
0: supermarket. Yep. It's a good Most life as a slave. That's right. We, we get the supermarket and want. Internet and mm-hmm. television like and it, beer like and it, all it kinds of distractions. How about I'm the 50 percent of, of the income I'm... that they take from you, Marie? How about the 50 to 60 to 70 percent of the money that you pay every year to various different governments? Does that make you feel free?
3: No, I'm glad to give my taxes to this government.
0: I'm
20: That's proud right, to just
0: do like it. a that, just like a good I am beaten proud slave. To do it. That's right, I'm, I'm I'm proud to give my cotton I'm to the proud. master. He allows nothing. me to eat I a nice grab- meal every this... day. Thanks, Marie. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Master doesn't beat me if I give him my uh, cotton that I have harvested from the fields. It's a good life working for Master. He allows me to leave and go to the grocery store sometimes, and he lets me keep ten percent of the cotton that I earn. And complain. Oh yeah, we can complain to him too. He won't. He doesn't have to listen, but we can complain. Yeah, he Free certainly does listen. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Features on the site we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You can learn how to promote the show over at promote.freetalklive.com. Help get us into more ears around the world. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Because, my goodness, do people need to hear the ideas of freedom. They just don't get it. Mark, can you share that Thomas Jefferson quote briefly? I know it's relatively short. Okay. So um, we've been talking about a standing army, and you was Article 1, Section 17? Well, Article 1,
1: Section 17. Did a little research on it. It's not that difficult. Where um, it
0: says that uh, basically there should be no army for more than two years, and it should only be brought out for a specific time frame. And Two years is the max. Right.
1: Um, Thomas Jefferson says uh, there are instruments so dangerous to the rights of the nation and which place them so totally at the mercy of their governors. You see, the founding fathers were worried about the government because they know what they knew what it was like to have a tyrannical government, a tyrannical government that taxed them at about a three percent rate. Hmm. Yeah. And they found that to be abhorrent. Where, where, oh, where have our guts gone? Anyway. Those governors, whether legislative or executive, that means it doesn't matter if you get to vote for them or not, should be restrained from keeping such instruments on foot, but in well-defined cases. Such such an instrument is a standing army.
0: There you go. That's it. Straight from old TJ's mouth. Yep. So, you denied that the founding fathers, you thought the founding fathers were in favor of military. The war is the health of the state.
1: That's it. Look,
0: it's, you know, they knew that.
1: it's, It's good for companies in the military industrial complex, which Eisenhower warned us about, everybody. You know, good old Ike. He said, beware the military industrial complex. Well,. No one is wary enough. They, they will twist information, and they will get whatever it takes in order to get your sons and daughters blown to pieces with their stuff.
0: we got to go to your phone calls here. We're going to try to get as many of you in here before the show's over as possible. So let's talk to Eric, listening to WFLA in Florida. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live.
2: Hello. How hey. are you doing tonight? Great. What's Good, on your sir. mind tonight, Eric? Oh, actually, I weighed in a long time back when um, we were talking about privacy issue. Yes, yes sir. And I'll just go... I'll just go through that real quick, but I'd like to also make a comment on World War II, if I could.
6: Yeah, sure. Try, quick, quick.
2: Try to re- uh, redeem Florida's reputation after fate, although that might be impossible.
0: <laughs> we but, we um, were born and raised in Florida. We know all about its its reputation.
2: Right. And, End of story. <laughs> yeah, anyway, go ahead with your thoughts. <laughs> so anyway, as far as uh, privacy goes, technology is advancing so quickly that um, pretty soon we're going to be uh, able to be seen and heard anywhere we go. So yeah. I think the privacy line should start at our bodies. You know, no drug testing, no medical records, no nothing. We should have at least the inside of our skin to our complete privacy into ourselves. Because Lord knows, government's going to try to take over everything else anyway. No microchips in you, none of that stuff.
0: I think you're right, uh, but if uh, but I will go back to what I said earlier about privacy, and that is that if you want privacy, you have to work toward it. Um, Whether it's privacy for where you live, whether it's privacy for what you do, whether it's your name that you want to keep private, or whether it's the internals of your body that you want to keep private – if you are putting your internals somewhere else outside of you, then they're subject to being collected. And what I mean by that is if you don't want somebody to know what you're what's going on inside you, maybe you should think about not putting things in the trash like, you know, uh, the swabs, cotton swabs, things like that. Somebody could do a DNA scan on something. I don't know. I mean, I'm reaching here, but my point is that if it's inside you, I agree it should be yours. But if you put things that are inside you out, then somebody else can take them. So not even that is truly private these days.
2: Well, yes, you're absolutely correct, and that's, you know, where we're gonna go. I I think the only way, though, that we can earn our privacy is, and this may sound a little bit radical here, but to take it at the point of a gun. I believe gun ownership should be mandatory for every man, woman, and child here in the United States.
1: Well, I'm for guns. Uh, However, I don't think anything should be mandatory.
0: Uh, okay, if somebody doesn't well, want one, then right. Okay. Yeah, what good is it going to do to put a gun in the hands of somebody that doesn't it's, want one? The government, you know, wants well, very true badly true.
1: for people not to have guns. They they disarm all kinds of different victims out there, and uh, you know, they. The, I agree that everybody should be able to own a gun, but I don't think that uh, you know somebody who doesn't want one in their house should have. One. Uh, and go ahead with your
0: final thought. We got to get some more calls.
2: Oh, okay. Yes, uh, I think what uh, Faye was trying to talk about World War II by saying the atomic bomb actually cut off uh, people dying. What she was trying to explain and apparently didn't have the understanding of it was that the U.S. was uh, preparing an operation for the invasion of Japan. I think it was either Operation Cornet or Operation Downfall. And what she was thinking, was, thinking at the time was that if we bomb them out now, they'll surrender, and we'll save all these Americans. American lives. That
0: lives. That's right, because to people like exactly. Faye, other people's lives around the world don't mean anything. Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to LiveWire, listening to WFTL in Florida. LiveWire, you're on Free Talk Live.
18: Quick comments. Uh, yes, first of all, I contacted the local administrator of your program, WFTL, the comment line this week to tell them they need to have you the full three hours on Saturday, because right now they got some... Hocus Pocus nonsense. Oh, yeah, the oh, ghost you.
0: guy or whatever. Hocus Pocus. What's the show they've got on? It's like some ghost talker guy or something like that. Yeah,
18: right. 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 <laughs> you, you got a dead relative call that, in, that imbecile, <laughs> and he'll supposedly. Have a conversation with Well, the I, I thank you for else. doing
0: that live wire, and I encourage others around the country if you're listening to us on the radio and you're not getting all three hours of the Saturday show, or better yet, you're not getting the entire weekday show, call your t- uh, local talk station. If they're carrying us, thank them for carrying us and ask for uh, more free talk live. And if they're not carrying us at all, call them and ask them for free talk live. It, it really can make a difference. I think eventually we can see th- a third hour showing up on WFTL. But what else were you calling about tonight?
18: Okay, also, uh, I've been enjoying the banter this evening, all the parameters have had me laughing. Uh, and also Jesus loves puke too. And the most important comment <laughs> is that the developments in the boycott of the Kellogg's company are take there are developments taking place, and I would like to provide an answer as to what they are.. Okay. I happened to do a supermarket just uh, recently, and I saw some stickers on the in a cereal lane. Uh, stickers on Kellogg's boxes offering like a dollar off now. Well, I would just like them to know that uh, they might put stickers on there that say the boxes were free, and then I might consider having some. But for now, anything Kellogg, and I went to their website finally today to see just how big they are and their tentacles are. And it is a publicly traded company. So for all of these shareholders out there, which they announce on the website that uh, shares in Tucson, 2007 were at $0.44, and now they're at, in 08. it was at $0.47 or some nonsense like that. Well, with this boycott, we're going to drive their uh, share ratings down to like $0.01 per share, if they're lucky.
0: Good. Uh, They deserve it. And the reason this is going on is because of the Michael Michael Phelps thing, right?
18: Yes, sir. Uh, Absolutely, uh, because they uh, mishandled the whole situation. In fact, when you go to the website... They don't even mention they had any association with him at all. It's not even that they announced that they ended their association with him. They apparently don't want to identify that they had any association with him. Oh, yeah, they've wiped him out.
0: Yeah, they've wiped him out.
18: So So, uh, I would like to say they're a bunch of cowards that are the the president and CEO, whatever type of operation they got going on there. Yep. And uh, they have no no testicles uh, that are in use. (laughs) There are all kinds of
0: other wonderful cereal and snack manufacturers out there that you can buy your food products from. Uh, private label brands are a great way to save some money. I mean, it's a down economy. Livewire, thank you for the call tonight, by the way, and the kind, uh, kind words. But uh, it's a down economy, right? You need to save a little bit of money. Don't go, I mean, stay away from Kellogg's. They're a bad company, number one. Uh, but number two, you can save more money by buying the private label. Buy the store brand Pop-Tarts, or buy the, I know mean, that's the, it's Kellogg's, that's their brand label, but buy the imitation Pop-Tarts, or whatever you call them. The private label toaster pastries, I guess, is uh, is what they're called. Buy the private label cereals. They're just as good. 800-259-9231. We go to Dennis, listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Dennis, hey guys. you're on the air. I
8: really I really enjoy you guys. You're uh, challenging, you're intelligent, but you guys really pommeled the hell out of Faye and Marie tonight, and well, they set themselves up to it. They're very emotional. But the fact is, you know, Thomas Jefferson, when he said a uh, military should be in place for two years or more, was at yes. a point where, you know, the Brits, the French, the Portuguese, they made their living off of pirating each other's shipments. You the don't world think... has changed. The world uh, has changed. Yeah. You don't it
6: think
1: happens? that there's big corporations that make their livings off of, uh, you know, people getting blown up now?
8: I think they make profit off of it, but there's a bigger scheme here because you can't let a country have – technology has evolved. You can decimate the entire world's population with one germ, one nuke – well, not one nuke, but there are countries with assets, and if they're allowed to expand those assets without control, they can become very dangerous. So U.S. policy for a very long time has been, look, we want to be a trader, we want to be free, we want (laughs) to be good, but you know what? We can't let you endanger the rest of the world.
0: So we're going to oh, endanger yeah. the rest of the so, world by provoking you. So we're going to threaten every single one of the people that lives in our country and steal money from them so we can send our men with guns around the rest of the world and enforce our way. Right. That's a great deal. That's freedom, baby. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. To anyone that didn't get on, much apologies. Call us Monday night. We'll talk to you then and online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.
11: You ever have one of those days where everything goes Right.